Welcome to the end of the year holiday Christmas spectacular brought to you by Macy's. <laughs> You're the most depressed sounding Christmas person <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Uh, yeah, I should. Okay, hold on. You try one more let's, time? let's go back one more time. Hold on, hold on. From the top. Welcome to the holiday spectacular end of year celebration brought to you by Macy's. Already different. I like I mean, it. Yeah. It has to be different. It has to be. Yeah, we didn't like it the first time. No. Bang it out again. Look, man, we'll just edit and post. Do it live. Oh, it's live. Shit, that's right. Welcome, guys. Appreciate it. Welcome to our end of the year podcast. We've missed you. Uh, I miss sitting across from my buddy Chris Tucker. How's it going, sir? Sir, it is going well. What is going on in your world, sir? Uh, cloud computing is the only thing that goes on in my world right now. So, yay. Fun living zones. in the cloud. Living in the cloud. Not in the fun way. Yeah. In the uh, cloud, baby. Not in a remotely enjoyable way <laughs> <laughs> to anyone around me. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm all right. I'm still here. Ten toes. It's ten toes up. So, how about you? Uh, I'm doing well, man. Uh, just, I am on a three-week vacation of no school, no work. Right on. So, and I am into, what is this, day three? Yeah. And I am bored out of my mind. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm going to do with myself for the next two and a half weeks. Masturbated more than four times? Oh, I mean, easily. Rookie numbers. Yeah, rookie numbers, bro. (laughs) Rookie. Denise is rolling her eyes right now. She's like, one and done. (laughs) This mother, his his refractory period is, is ridiculous. Wow. Is ridiculous. What are you, like a a turtle? I just said six forever. Yeah, man. It's just one one, once every generation. (laughs) One, and it's like, it's going to take me like 15 years. Just like, all right, I'm good to go. I'll see you. See you around 2028. Yeah. We'll give it another shot. We'll we'll give it another go. Yeah. (laughs) Even for the holidays. That's when you're supposed to be all, that's when you're all snuggly. That's when you're supposed to be all up on it. I mean, yeah, man. You know? I've been squeezing butt cheeks like crazy lately. Oh, yeah. You pinching butt cheeks left and right. Passing by and be like, Girl? Smack. How you doing? Merry Christmas. I was going to say something. From Santa. Yeah. <laughs> nah, leave it. Leave nah, it. Don't I'm just going to leave drunk. it. I'm just going to say it. It's too early. And of course, joining us is our friend, our, our Father Christmas. No? Yeah, it's fine. He is the old one. We just put it that way. Producer Van. Producer Van, how are you doing, sir? Ben's like our heat miser. Oh, yeah. Isn't that how that goes? I don't know. I've seen that movie in a long time. I'm doing all right, man. I think you're doing the I Mr. Icicle. Is that it? I Mr. Snow. Yeah, whatever the. Sing the song. The snow version. You know it. You know it. I Mr. Ten Below. Wow. That is impressive. I I couldn't even give you the right first line. I haven't seen that in forever. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sweet. How you doing, sir? How you doing? (laughs) All right, man. Just impressed, Ed. Impressed Why? With your knowledge of kids' Christmas shows. It's Chris, oh, Christmas movie, sir. He, uh, you need to relax because you did give me a, a, a fairly detailed rundown of Christmas movies I should be watching. Yes. Oh, yes. So movies, we, you know. Movies, you got. Uh, if you are a Patreon uh, subscriber, we did record our holiday episode for you guys. It'll be up sometime this week, maybe even on a Christmas Eve. When we talked about Christmas. <laughs> we were we were initially going to talk about aliens yeah, and didn't work out. living in a simulation. Yeah, uh, but then we that's next up, time. We, we talked about Christmas and survival. Christmas tips. and <laughs> and if if how long do you think how long do I think I can survive in the woods? Yeah, 
And and apparently you're getting uh, hot. I'm, over, little, I'm, I'm overshooting it. Apparently, yeah. But you know, we'll leave it, leave, it, leave it for the Patreon. Yeah. So if you want to listen, Patreon.com/slash Rise Quadcast. Uh, go listen there. It's it's a it's a good listen. I, I honestly one of the one of the most fun ones I think we've recorded. Hmm. It was really fun. See, I'm I'm rethinking your strategy given how long I'm now learning your refractory period is. It seems like it's it's different than the initial first two days yeah, yeah, of survival. Yeah. It, it, it we should have known this going in. Ha, yeah, had I had this information, I'd probably give you a I'm, I'm going to cut you down at least a day for basic yeah. dehydration. <laughs> Just for basic we'll dehydration. We'll leave it. We'll leave it. We'll no, leave of course. It. I'm, not, I'm not saying how, how long. How am I more dehydrated? You know, yeah, I guess you would be less because- I'm more, I'm more pl- focused. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll give I'm more you focused, more angry. I'll give you that hint. His first two days is basically masturbating. It's 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 finding a safe space. As, as Look, is you, your you, life you here? Got, you you feel like you're gonna go out. You gotta go out the way you want to go out of style. Oh yeah, that's what I'm trying to go like bent a, over, hunched over, like yeah, a, yeah. I'm trying to go like a rock what's his or name? a twig uh, that you uh, formed into like that looks like a lady. Kwai Chang Kang. What was his name? He's uh, Kill Bill. Made some like leaves into we a did, skirt. We, we did this before, but the guy from Kill Bill. That's how I'm trying to go. I want to belt around the neck, lemon in the mouth. On my way to Jesus. Oh, what's his name? Uh, David Carradine. David Carradine. Yeah. We talked about him on the show before. Yeah, I just said I went through this whole thing for you. But yeah, that's sorry, I was I was imagining me building a <laughs> a woman out of like twigs and and leaves. Oh, nice. See, on my on my two day masturbation, uh, end of days saga. That's just that's how you're burning the end of your energy. This is just the Patreon episode at this point, but that's how you're burning the end of your energy. Yeah, yeah. Is like I don't want to masturbate alone. I at least want some comfort with me. When you could just say, I, I know you've you've built a relationship. Look, my imagination is dog shit, so you know I'm more visual. You just yeah, you just. <laughs> I'm just a more visual person. You've evolved to a point where you need to create a stick woman to masturbate to in the forest. Is yeah, what you're telling yeah, me, yeah. essentially. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna cut two days off of that time, bro. Okay. Just because the fair. the amount of energy, Look, fair, fair. The amount of energy you're putting into this, it's not where if you're building something, it shouldn't be a woman, a stick woman to masturbate to. It should be shelter. Tomato, tomato. Could, but you could masturbate to what's left of your memory of of presumably your wife while you're in this shelter. How do I know she wasn't the one who forced me to go live in the in the woods? Who took the plane down? In my scenario, it was always a plane going down. Like that's how I envisioned it. See, I thought it was like a, a dude's in a Jeep, like I was blindfolded, like a bag <laughs> over my kidnapped. head. Did you do kidnapped. something? No, no, wait, or wait, they wait. Took you? Tucker, he didn't say kidnapped. He just said dudes in a jeep, and he was blindfolded yeah. with a bag over his head. I mean, that's my fantasy. <laughs> that's I mean, uh, scenario. <laughs> oh man! How many people, Anyways, Patreon, Patreon.com. Get an iTunes review off of this, and somebody's like, they just they talked about one of them like masturbating in the forest. We talked about me being taken before. Yeah, but that's not that's not what I meant. Yeah, I mean that's normal. But like you know, we'll, we'll have we have iTunes reviews where people are like they don't talk about. Because look, who's the one in this room who's most likely to be taken? Ben. This guy. You really? Yeah. I feel like he. I, I think it would be Ben, but it's like some mission he did that he's getting somebody's getting get back on him. Nah, I feel because I I feel like Ben's not even his real name. Is it, like he's definitely on like some witness. He should be above you in that list. He's like why some, are you more likely to get wit- kidnapped? Like some witness protection shit. If he's in witness protection, why are you still more likely to get kidnapped than him? There should be people looking for him. I mean, wow, it's the face. Yeah, you seem easy to catch. You're like a Pokemon. They'd be like, "Hey, man, cheeseburger." I'm like, "Huh?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I, I yeah, could, I could see you ending up being hunted on you an island at some a point." Pokemon. Yeah, like someone capturing you, so some like rich. I'm like the first or second like challenge, because it goes. It's like progressively harder. It right? gets harder. We 
like, this is how we like got Survivor to the forest, Man. This is how we got to the forest. Survivor like, Man is like the there, top prize. How many people do you think no, you could survive it? Tucker, yeah. Tucker, you got to find the cheeseburger, and then you got to take the cheeseburger to Ed to capture Ed. Like hunger. So he's hunger. like the second challenge. You like find me? Like you yeah. trap me in one of those like uh. I feel like you could be trap in and release cages. I think if you're like squirrel, like squirrel, like a. You know, small animals. I could see them dropping you in, in some sort of maze and then like giving you a legitimate being like, hey, if you get to the end of this, like you can you can go and giving you a real shot and letting you kind of use your your George Costanza like mind to figure out how to get through the maze. And then can I just like, go through. You try that, but it doesn't. It's there's some too scenario thick. in my See, but again, it's in thick. my head. It's like a Hunger Games thing. Like it's going to build back out to uh, to to keep you from being able to take advantage of it. Like okay. they can take advantage of it. But you as right. as the prize. um, you're kind of stuck. See, in my head, he makes it out, but by the time he makes it out, he's so crazy that it doesn't even matter. He's like completely he's useless. Gone. He's yeah, gone something he's gone. they call maze crazy. Yeah, in, their, maze in crazy. whatever game they're in, they're yep. like, oh, he's gone maze crazy. You just got to leave him. That's the title of the movie, Maze Crazy. Maze Crazy, yeah, Maze Crazy yeah. One. It's a franchise. Yeah, oh you yeah. You got to split the last one into two because that's really how you stretch that that American Yankee dollar. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Well, it's got to. You got to have like the ending where it's like, you you got to throw me back in, but like, but this time. It's like no, it's like you never you left the maze. Yeah. It's like you know, you only escaped in your mind. Well, there's always okay. The... It was only a, it was all a dream. Yeah, that's what we're saying. It's all a dream. So I'm still at, I'm still at the beginning because I was like so scared that I wet myself and I'm like in a fetal position. Oh no! And they're like, <laughs> you never even left the starting block. Cocoon. No. Sorry. <laughs> Me looking in the sky. You just run into the maze again. More like a light, like a <laughs> light walk. How did you get away? Doesn't matter. Doesn't Wits. Matter. He died on the I ball. watched that movie. See, that, that's the end of the trailer. Like, yeah. How are you going to get away? My wits. You look right at the camera. And I produce sunglasses <laughs> out of nowhere. You're like, why does he have sunglasses here? <laughs> of anything he could have produced out of nowhere, sunglasses are the least helpful thing. All they do is make it harder for him to see the maze. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Already did it once. It's easy. Look, it's all about how you look, man. I just turned you into an in-betweener. We're just like, it doesn't matter. Got you got, it. You just gotta, if you die looking cool, it's fine. Wow, that is an awful message to send to anyone. Happy holidays, everyone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, we're here. Back. Back in the studio. Back. Uh, in the it's, it's, life. It's been a while since we've been back here. It's been a while. Oh, yeah. I think the last time we were here. Both of us singing dumbass songs yeah. at the same time. <laughs> I think the last time we were here, um, the Galaxy had just been bounced out of the playoffs. Uh, and so we were we were like, yeah, we don't give a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. We're done. Since then, New York City has been crowned MLS, MLS Cup champion. Were you rooting for for uh, NYCFC or Portland? I didn't watch the game. I didn't see it either. I watched I watched extended highlights. I saw afterwards. part of it. Yeah, I had something to do, so I was like, eh. I I didn't realize it was MLS Cup Day until like about an hour before the game started. Yeah, I support the Galaxy, so the playoffs don't exist to me. Yeah, they're just they're they're this thing I used to hear. I I tell young people about. That there was a time we always made the playoffs, and now we never make it. So it's it just doesn't it doesn't need to exist. That's a bright spot if the Galaxy make a make a playoffs now. It's a rarity. It's a rarity now. Yeah. So that's. It doesn't take long. That's sad. It doesn't take a lot of time for for people. Happy to holidays, everyone. Oh, I mean, come on, y'all know. Y'all know. Yeah, I, I I see you all arguing with each other on Twitter. You know. Yeah. Know Except if there's shoes involved, because once those shoes get. Shiny you see how this is tough for me because I want to be like, my. We were all talking talking before the show about this, this this. Uh, is it an existential crisis? I'm not. Oh, 100 percent. Sure. Where I'm like, I just don't give a shit about most things that other people are doing now, and I just it's. I'm sorry if I if I cared about things at a time and you got offended by that. 
but I don't give a shit about anything anymore. Like I'm, I'm just focused on me and my house and like our stuff. Um, but there was a time I would definitely be like, I can't believe people are buying. Yeah. I guess I tweeted out. I was like, people are really eager to throw their money back at the galaxy. And, and yeah, they are. And some people got mad at that, but they, they are like, they, it's a, it's, they, they go from furious to happy real quick. And that's cool. Like if, if you're, if you see something think, you want, go get it. I don't think the galaxy Twitter is any more different than any other fan base or some or people that are into something. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's, where you can, it's just you social should, media. But like, you, yeah. You have to remember it's, it's not just people who are into it. It's people who are into it and you can read what they think, yeah. what they, not even what they think. You can read what they have chosen to share with you on social media. Cause it's not, it's not a real thing. It's a completely fake, irrelevant thing. It's the simulation, it's simulation. within. I told you, bro. The simulation. You already at Patreon next week. Hey, I'm letting you know. You're already part of it. But it's just, it's what these few people have chosen to loudly share. This episode brought to you by Matrix uh, Resurrection. Brought to you by AWS, mama. <laughs> but it's it's what these few people have chosen to share with you about their opinions. And some people are really angry about it and some people aren't. And I just don't give a shit anymore. It's it's lovely. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what anybody argues about anymore. It doesn't matter. Like, it, it, none of it. None of it's of any relevance. Well, I told me. you, like, I, I, so I, I had to deactivate my social media stuff. I just don't go on. So use it. Yeah. Um, it's been a lot easier since we haven't really been doing shows regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been nice. Not spending so much time just scrolling through what people are thinking or saying or posting. Yeah. You know what I did? I went private. I don't know if you know, I went private on Twitter. Hmm. Well, I already have your friends, so I don't know. Yeah, you're fine. But I went, I went private on Twitter. We're already friends. In this in, simulation, in, in the real world, and in that simulation, so it matter. well, that's part of the problem. Like, I get people in there, when, and then when I see them in person, like they talk to me, like I've known them as long as I've known you, and I'm like, no, man, I, I've met you t- like twice, maybe, and I've talked. And don't get me wrong, like Twitter people, I, I love meeting Twitter people; they're great. It's, it's all nice, but it's like, I know, I know you, you know, like you've you've held my son. It's it's is it's just different. When you know the person is more is more as Rainmaker fifty five over, yeah, which is fine. Like, like if you're if your Twitter accounts, you know, whatever, whatever you're into, like. It, but that's Uncle Dishwasher. I love Uncle Dishwasher. See him at the game. He's a dude. Whenever he sees me, daps up. That's the guy. Um, but like in general, getting on get, going private, it just keeps me from communicating to people that I don't really know. Because if I if I comment to someone who doesn't follow me, like they can't see it anyway, and I'm conscious of it. So it makes me more conscious of the shit I put out there. It makes me more conscious of the thoughts from my head that I'm giving away for free to the internet. And it, it it's just, it's drawn it all back so far, man. I'm fucking, I'm out of the whole game. <laughs> like all of the, the arguing and the, the, the beefs and the bullshit. Like if it's not something that's um, hopefully intellectually stimulating me at least a little bit, it doesn't have to be like high level it, wrestling. Like it could be lowbrow shit. I don't care. If it's not something that I have, like I have to think about, like I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of out. I'm all out. Yeah, I I, I see that. I, actually, again, it's like I spent too much time. I think that's what I'm saying. Like you know, and we were going to school full time. Like I was, you know, starting to work full time again. So I was like, I don't have time for this. But I, I felt myself like if I was in the middle of homework, like oh, let me distract myself real quick. So much of it, and it was negative. easy. And it was easy for me to distract myself. So yeah. that's why I think I was like, I need to just. But if it was positive, like if I got a lot of positivity out of it, um, I think the distraction's easier. You curate for yourself. But that's what I've done. Like, but But in curating, so my my Instagram became a lot of like 
cooking videos and cat videos. Happy shit, man. Like, protect your peace. Yeah. Protect your fucking peace. Like nobody else in the world. It's what I learned this year. Nobody in the world is going to protect your peace like you. Do the things that make you, that bring happiness to you. If you interact with 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 people that make you unhappy, like well, you're going to be pretty fucking unhappy. <laughs> if you stop interacting with people who make you unhappy, like you're in general, hopefully. Um, it should make you happier or at least put you on a path towards being happier. And I don't have a whole lot of years on this planet, so I'm trying to curate that happiness as much as I can. That's what it's about, man. It's all it's about. Guang Guang. If you're not Guang Guang, uh, mm. you gotta, live, gotta be happy, man. Yeah, live, live in my best life. And be like little Duval, man. Just try to enjoy it. That's mm. what I, that's not the topic, but that's what I learned to share. Like, just try to fucking enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy the path. It's short. You, you get one chance. It's just fucking. You got one, you got one quarter in the game. Yeah. Do your best. We want to talk some galaxy stuff. It's been we've been gone for for a little bit, and there's been a lot of news that's come out. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Um, I'm gonna, we're going to go by this chronologically, and I even like dated the stuff in, our, in, our, in our show notes because I want to make sure like we hit this happened first, mm-hmm. next, next, next. Um, so the first one let's talk about. Let's talk about Dennis DeClosa leaving the galaxy mm-hmm. uh, for a job with Feyenoord. I'm assuming. Yeah, Feyenoord. That's how you pronounce it. I'm sure it's pronounced way differently. In, uh, in Freaky Deaky Dutch, yeah. but yes. Freaky Deaky Dutch. I feel like you can get away with that. I don't think I-, I... Well, I'm part Dutch, so we're fine. You're fine. I, t- I talked to uh, the Dutch uh, constituent. It's, it's you fine. guys are good. Yeah, we're right. good. Keep, keep it good. We freaky deaky like that. <laughs> you and the Dutch constituent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get down. Um, yeah, I'm DDK leaves after, what, two years, three years with the team? Uh, never really felt like he- I, th- I think the stamp that he had on this team was like reorganizing the the youth mm-hmm. and the youth level, um, you know, reconfiguring the 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 coaching staff with G two, um, bringing back. Uh, I know we'll talk about that too. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Re- revitalizing the 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 youth academy. I think that was kind of his big uh, mark on on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how much of a of a, an effect he really had on on the first team when it came to like signings and stuff like that, but it definitely seemed like his his big mark on the team was was the youth academy. And yeah. Too. Um, I, you could. I mean, I think anyway, you could see uh, part his fingerprints over some first team signings. It depends on how much credit and where you credit a general manager. I think the 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 generally accepted principle is the coach identifies the players he wants general manager's job is to go out and acquire them and acquire them on uh, uh terms that are um beneficial for the organization you look at the people contract that obviously doesn't look great although i've heard several people say you would say like hey, people's the exact kind of player you would want you should sign him if you get that chance at the time it looked like it should work out you know yeah. not all signings work out and big expensive signings that don't work out really hinder you and really hurt you um i mean those ones that stand pe- out more than, yeah, than, than some of the con- small ones yeah but people's contract looks just like Shelvik's contract and Shelvik's contract happened way before dtk like i got chris klein and i got long contracts for old defenders that i can't ever fucking get rid of there's common denominators there's common that, denominators. Are, that are not that it's are not, not DTK. Yeah. exactly it's there's there's you know you mentioned you mentioned the the DT. What would be considered DTK's claim to fame if for his time with the Galaxy, fairly and justifiably, should be his work with the with the second team in the youth academy and, and kind of getting that in line. Well, he's gone. The first thing we do is bring back the the, the G two head coach that had gotten fired. 
I mean, it's supposedly reportedly to, 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 you know, and I like Mike Munoz a lot. I like him as a person. Nice enough guy, but really great guy. But like you let go of him as a head coach at G2 because he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, conceivably good enough. And then you're, you're going to bring him in, in what appears to be an expanded capacity. I'm not, if that seems fair, it's at least it's it's certainly not coaching, but it seems like more of a, of the general principle, like the guy who was, but the guy who's being overseen to, the the coach. But yeah. when you when you had all the youth issues that you needed DTK to come in and fix, it was with all due respect to Mike. It was while Mike was head coach, like while he was overseeing a lot of these kids. So I, I don't. Maybe he has an understanding. It, it seems like that specific situation still seems like you know Klein kind of surrounding himself with people he's comfortable with. I mean, I'll give I'll give him the credit where I think Mike deserves is that in his time as as a youth you know coach. I feel like he was able to identify talent. Now, as the coach of like more of a senior roster, mm-hmm. as G two is, is supposed to be your, you know, your senior roster of the, the you know these youth guys, it was bad. Like it was bad. It just didn't seem like he should be commit. And, and perhaps he has that system down. Not this isn't like a, a slam on Mike Mike Muno's show, but maybe he has a system down and an understanding down, and it's just that the. Uh, Game to game tactical awareness is is kind of not his uh, his strong suit, but yeah, it seems like another weird step backwards. And I imagine it's not his philosophy and DTK's philosophy. If you are pro DTK's philosophy at the academy level, those two wouldn't exactly be in sync. As he was someone DTK wasn't really all that in sync with when they worked together. Yeah. So you're going back to you would be going back to problems that the, that division had before. Because this is a guy who's worked with both Klein and the and the Galaxy organization, and also Fanny with with Toronto. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, I got like a. <clears throat> so it's you know they all know him. They I'm I'm assuming they feel comfortable comfortable enough with him. And so, I mean, maybe him as a, you know, whatever if you're gonna they're gonna give him the title of academy director or whatever they give him the title. Um, maybe he's it's better off him than than a head coaching job. Yeah, entirely uh, possible. But and then we'll see. We'll see what happens with the with the head coaching job. Like who's who's given that uh, responsibility? Because still, whatever. if it's not him, you you and you, look, it's not just the second team. You would give DTK credit for what Fabio Alvarez. People seem to be really positive on him. Uh, even though it was alone, I mean, he went to another. T- what he went to Pumas when he left us. He went to another top team in the region. Uh, the Christian Pavone loan signing is was incredible to get it done, uh, and to actually get him over the line like that's a big accomplishment. That's a, even if it's not a permanent signing, and it looked like it very well probably could have been. Yeah, and a, a, a guy who was was you know reportedly forty million, forty million to Arsenal, at least, or, or at least that's what Boca wanted. Yeah, like any anybody can. Or want at least, a lot but there was reported interest from. European mm-hmm. teams, like big European teams. He was a player who was, when everything was working, he was someone who was supposed to go to Europe. Yeah. And you were able to get him, even on loan, but for very reasonable money, to the Galaxy. And it sounds like you they had worked out the terms to get a, a, a transfer over the line until, you know, he had his legal issues. Um, and then, you know, you look at a Cabral and you're like, well, who's, whose decision is Cabral and Grancier and these other guys? Because that looks to go completely away from, from all the players DTK had been looking at or had been involved in before. Mm. But that would again lead you to what is his job? Is he identifying players to bring into the first team or is it his job to go get the players that the coaching staff is identifying? I would assume 
I would assume someone like Scalotto had a line in on Pavone and was like, yeah, you can probably get this guy for dirt cheap. Can you see if you can make this happen? And it happened. Um, but you look at Grand Seer and you look at, at, at uh, what's the boy's name? You look at Grand Seer, you look at Cabral, uh, Revolution. Revolution. That, like, that's a different... Kulabali. That's a different footballing philo- uh, philosophy than you had you had just moved from. So that would point to, well, these problems are a coach or maybe a technical director, maybe a technical director, maybe a technical director, maybe a technical director, highlighting players that Your just turn out to not work. Technical director slash only scout that you have on the team? Seems like it would be a problem. Hmm? Seems like it would be a major problem that someone would want to address. Name Dan Beckerman. Or Chris Klein. Neither of those are going to happen. So it's weird. You know what? You know what's fucked up? I'm a, like I. I'm sure everyone who listens to this by now would know. Like I'm a Newcastle United fan. Like I. I, I like Newcastle. I've liked Newcastle for a long time. We're terrible, or we were. I guess. Well, we're still terrible, but we're just terrible with a lot of money. Uh, just wait till January, baby. Which is fine. Ed, I'm clawing baby. on. I've been. I've been praying they shut all these games down because <laughs> every match, every ninety minutes matters right now. But as a Newcastle fan, like it's it's been. I see. I have friends who are Manchester United fans and Arsenal fans and everything. Yeah, yeah. what? You're, you're down. You can come. You can come too. Uh, give it a couple of years. It's still it's still terrible. Um, but like I see them celebrating when their team wins and they're all they're happy and all that. And it's just it's nothing for me because I I know like we Newcastle doesn't even try or we haven't tried for a long time. It's what if ironically like we're swapping places now. And as a Galaxy fan, it feels like we don't even. We don't try. Like I know that the problem. Everyone understands that the problem is at the is at the head of the snake. Everyone understands where the problem at the LA Galaxy lies. And until it's addressed, it doesn't matter how many people lower down the chain get fired. Doesn't matter how many people lower down the chain step aside. Doesn't matter how many people quit. None of that shit matters. As long as for Newcastle United, it was Mike Ashley as the owner, and for the LA Galaxy, it's Dan Beckerman and Chris Klein. As long as at the top. And again, as a man, as a human, as a person, as as a, another partially shaved ape, no different than me, love Chris Klein. He's a solid fucking dude. He's a really, really nice guy. But as far as wanting my soccer team to be a success, as long as that dude's in charge, it doesn't fucking matter who comes down. How do you lose a third GM in a decade, a third GM in a decade, and no one from the club says a word? No one speaks publicly. On the third GM in 10 years, under the reign of one guy, walks. No one says a word. The fans aren't even outraged at the fact no one says a word because we've come to expect this. Like, every, everyone, it's, I'm telling you, man, this is what it's felt like supporting Newcastle. Everyone's just like, eh. Like, it's a, it's a shit show. It's a complete, we're just, we do nothing. And if we do nothing, no one's going to say anything. As long as we do nothing, no one says anything. We'll just, we'll stay there. I mean, that's, I think that's kind of been the big question on, you know, what can the fans do other than, you know, what the one big thing is, is stop, stop going to games, stop, you stop buying games. things, you stop, stop, going stop to supporting games. financially because that's the one thing that has kept Chris Klein in his job. That, I mean, I don't even know if that, that's what, that's what the, the hive mind mentality yeah. says is that because he's making the club money. That's why he's staying. But this, it, you know, your Which, wallet. I mean, your, but your wallet is your tool. It's it's yeah. your it's your vote. If, Especially in, in MLS, where it's still a, a, a niche, you know, sport, mm-hmm. where they're, the, they're not the really landscape. making money. The little money they they are making is from the people that it's, attend it, their games. And we're at a point where teams like Atlanta are selling, you know, selling thirty, forty thousand tickets. Uh, Charlotte, I think, has twenty thousand season ticket holders. Um, 
there are teams that that sell. There are teams that do well. Stop going to games. Like it'll be empty. That's it. Like there isn't a president in sports in America that's going to survive an empty stadium. It just doesn't, especially in Los Angeles. It's just not going to happen. Stop going. And it would be something you would have to do that's past getting on Twitter and tweeting about it. Like, it's something you would have to mobilize a bunch of people. I'm not telling you to do that. I don't give a shit what you do. Do whatever you want. But if if you're actually looking for a substantive change in the galaxy, it has to come with Chris Klein. I say relinquishing control, but I whatever. Like, I don't know. Not- but then you have it where it's they've come off, you know, back-to-back their two best campaigns for for <laughs> merchandise mm-hmm. off the community kits the awesome. community kit and these the gazelle shoes seems I, I didn't follow the shoe thing but it seems like it, it sold pretty well i mean it sold out within the hour a couple hours yeah yeah hey man half yeah. an hour hour yeah he's he's very he is he's good he is he's he got to stay just just on the cusp and he is he when things are bad like we put some good we put some good shit out that's we the thing you, is we it's, get you in a good way after all these years, there still seems no rumbling of that dude even losing, or even like close to be like, hey. I can tell you what my theory is. I can tell you my theory. I think we rebrand this year and they don't renew his contract. Really? Yeah. I think they scapegoat him on a, on a rebrand. Even even here in rebrand or what? Well, I mean, it's it was rumored. It was yeah. on the Twitters. And, and I'm not saying I've heard anything, but it was, it was, I don't have time to hear anything, but it was rumored and. And I, I saw that they they did like a like a, a focus a survey group. or some yeah yeah like a focus group and they were asking people about the potentials of a rebrand like this is the last year of Klein's five year extension from his twenty seventeen that that awful season um, this is the last year and wouldn't it be easy because the new guy whoever comes in as the next president isn't going to be labeled with oh he came in and he rebranded the galaxy so looking at it from a Dan Beckerman perspective the shadow president. It seems like it would make sense to go, we're going to rebrand under him, who is super unpopular anyway, who is super unpopular anyway, and everyone hates anyway, or not hates, you shouldn't hate him, but everyone dislikes anyway and wants him gone. We don't renew his contract, so it, it, it's not like we're firing him. We're just letting him, his contract is over and he's going on to something new. New president comes in, we have our rebrand, nobody's mad at the president, because the, pre- the new president had nothing to do with the rebrand, we all move forward. Just, it's easy. According to COG, it's Beckerman's last year of his deal as well. It's easy. No, whoever comes in isn't gonna isn't gonna get saddled with anything negative. Because yeah, they be like, those are those guys. That's those guys. These that guys. had nothing to do with us. Yeah. And we know you guys are unhappy, but we're gonna do our best to integrate the history of the club with with. And look, I'm, the rebrand might not even be bad. The rebrand might be good. It could be awesome. You might love it. Everyone's of course immediately gonna hate it because that's what everyone's supposed to do in their weird chaos vacuum. They're just going to keep spinning out their, you know, ah, I can't believe when really you're like, damn, that shit looks kind of dope. I'm going to get a hat or I'm going to get a shirt. And then in a year, no one's even going to give a fuck. Would it be anymore. too early for another rebrand though? I mean, it's only been. Look in Europe, they rebrand their, their kits, their, their crests every 10, 15 years. It happens all the time. It's, it's a, it's a really big deal here, but I, I don't, I, I don't, and I don't know. I don't know if it's a big deal over there, but it, if you like the history of football, whatever club you like has had, 20 badges like well, it's, yeah. it's a thing i mean they came out with you know clubs from 110 years ago that's it's the part that it's it's for the conversation we were having before the show it's where i'm at right now like in 50 years your club is going to be 75 years old no one's going to care what you thought about the third rebrand 
No one's going to give a shit what you thought. It, it's that's irrelevant. probably like four rebrands ago. It's not your club. <laughs> but every we have this feeling, I think. I, I, I do or did. I don't know. But we have this internal feeling that it's our club. It's not your club. It's your kid's club. Everything you do supports your club to keep it alive to give to the next group. But it's not yours. One day, Damien's going to look back at the old Galaxy, uh, the, the Circle logo, and be like, what was that? I was like, oh, well, that was our first one when we started. Let me show you all the ones we've had since then. Like, that's it's a part of growing as an organization. You, We can't stay MLS 2.0 forever. It's it, it's we're going to keep evolving or you get left behind. You love or die. I love I love that the New England Revolution had the last original MLS logo in there uh, 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 for all the teams prior to Bruce Arena showing up at the New England Revolution. Wouldn't you say that that's the most left behind organization in the entire league? Everyone evolves. Everyone grows. I just think it's easy to sell the evolution between Klein and Beckerman. Not that I think either of those guys are really going anywhere. Would love to be wrong. I think it's easy to sell it on those two and then say, we're not renewing them. We're just moving on. Just makes too much sense. And this is with me not having time to think about this shit. This is just, this is, I got 15 minutes and I'm looking at this and it's like, oh, well, that's easy. It's easy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if, a, I don't know if a rebrand is necessarily like the way to go, but it's, that's also not my call. So I don't, I wouldn't do it either. I wouldn't touch the badge. Um, I just I think they've worked to position it to be a, a representative of American soccer. Yeah, you you show that badge to across the world and they they recognize it. I more so than they would recognize the any other badge in the league for sure. Even the league's badge. Definitely, oh, definitely the league's badge. <laughs> I think there I think more teams would recognize the Sounders badge than would recognize the league's badge. But I don't know. I don't I don't understand the logic behind it. But I don't understand the logic behind what most. I don't understand most of the decisions they do. And, yeah. and, and that's okay. I, I guess like that's, that's just what it is. I don't see eye to eye with the current administrative staff who, who are the caretakers of the organization at all. I haven't in a very, very long time. This is just consistent. If they rebrand, it's, I know we're talking about DTK, but if, it, if they rebrand, like it's just consistent with what's now years of me not understanding almost anything that they do, almost anything. And that's, you know, that's just is what it is. Yeah, because if you think back of, the, of, I mean, the last five, last six years, like. What was the last good decision they made? Legitimately good decision. I thought it was bringing in DTK, but apparently He's not. gone in three years and you're already undoing everything you did. Yeah. So prior to DTK. I, I, could, I couldn't tell you. Um, bringing in Pavone. Yeah. But even that was short term. But is that even a good decision? Because who says no to that? Like, and what then, team in the league would say no? And then, I mean, if we're being honest, it, that deal probably falls in our lap a little easier than a lot of the teams. Yeah. And to, to do that, you have to have your worst ever head coach. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I, I consistently and regularly don't understand what we're doing. And to, to the DTK point, like, that's, that it, it typifies it because you, you bring him, you, you're clearing house and bringing him in to give him, Breath to do what what he needs to do. He works his contract. He's out the but door. I think, uh, did, and then did, anyone, again. did anyone really think like he was going to have power to change things? That was the word. We said it here that uh, reportedly Klein was backing off and DTK was the man. But what did what in the last five, six years, ten years did we ever think like they would ever give up their power to to rule the, to rule over the team? The only time was the report that. 
Klein had stepped back and DTK had had the reins. That's about it. I, I would imagine now he's back in charge. But I would only imagine that because if you were going to announce Greg as a GM, what are you waiting for? You could say, as a, I thought we might be waiting to announce Greg as GM for MLS Cup to be over. But MLS Cup's over. You have him as your head coach. It's it's nothing to promote him to general manager. Yeah. So you must not be promoting him to general manager, or you could have done that already. Or there's a, a logical reason why you're waiting, which I, I don't understand. Which if you're if you're coming off yet another season where you don't make the playoffs, which in theory should be unacceptable, right? It's supposed to be unacceptable to not make the playoffs. So you would imagine if it's unacceptable as an organization for you to not make the playoffs, you're hitting the ground running. So you must not have a GM. So if you don't have a GM, who's in charge? The exact same guy who was in charge last year, Greg Vanny. Yeah, the who's, exact who's same president making these who was in decisions that we'll talk about. The exact same scout, Jovan Krofsky, and the exact same shadow president, Dan Beckerman. So you're telling me the only problem we had last year was DTK was involved. Apparently rebuilding the Youth Academy. That was the problem. That's the reason we didn't make the playoffs. Because you have a starting right back who came from your academy. You have a, a starting center back who didn't come from the academy but ended up playing in the second team. You have you have a, a, a Efrain Alvarez who is your, your your blue chipper kid who came out of your academy. Now I'm hearing the academy is a problem. It must be because he's the only one who's gone. Mm. He's the only one who left. He's the only that's it's the only change in in the in the front office. I'm telling you, man, it's it, I, and this is me not caring. This is me being like, hey, it is what it is. But is there ever you? It on. is what it is. What else can you do? It's, but I'm saying, is there every time where you're not going to care? Like deep down, you know. I'm getting there. Deep down, you know. Ed, I'm ro- Ed, I'm rocketing there. <laughs> I'm rocketing there. I'm just, I'm busy. I'm just so, I'm so busy. Well, that's the thing is what I'm saying. Like, you know, I think once you're done with everything, I think you're back into like. I don't know. Gassy sheets and, and and. I I yeah, but that's more the that's more the OCD. Like I I. They make me dislike it all because I, 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 I like, I like that OCD part of me. That's like, I want to learn everything and I want to know everything because really what it is, is like, I want to teach my friends this thing I learned. Oh, this guy, you know, this Winston Griffiths thing is terrible, but like this Winston Griffiths thing, like, look at this thing I learned. Let me show you so that you know it. And there's so many people who like knowing things about the galaxy, which I happen to know a decent amount about. So like, I like sharing those things with people. But these people who run the organization, they make all of that less enjoyable for me. And it just is what it is. I, I don't like going into a season knowing it's going to sh- it's gonna be shit. Like, knowing it's going to be shit. Like, Chicha Train, I wanted my boy to do good. I, I really hoped he would do good. And that's I thought why, the rest <clears throat> of this team would be terrible. That's why, I, I you know, I gave, I, I, I gave them this year. I was like, I'll give them a pass. Just because I know it's, you know, year one for Vanny. He's not going to... He's not going to make that team into mm-hmm. an MLS Cup team with so many awful contracts that are still, you know, leveraged on the team. Or, or mm-hmm. I, I gave him this year. I was like, look, I, I'm not going to. I mean, I'll, I'll obviously, you know, critique it or whatever, yeah. being the sideline, you know, yeah, sideline quarterback, whatever you want to call it. Um, but man, like, it's still it's still the same people making the same decisions, keeping this team this. Just keeping them. <sighs> Bond is new. Kulabali's new. Williams is new. Viafania's air quotes new. Nico was new. Ryan was new. Grancier was new. Cabral was new. Jovalik was new. It's 10 guys who at any point 
logically could be playing, could be starting. Right. Like even with bad contracts, you brought a decent amount of people in. Well, it's 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 uh, the Galaxy rebrand, year six. But were their contracts so bad that DTK needed to be the guy to go? Apparently, apparently, is that what it was? If the guy who's scouting them, the most, the majority of them, because the majority of them came, or I mean, I guess about half of them came from Europe, and Mm -hmm. then one guy who's the scouting. Your scout you got, for Europe. You got to hop into if you're not if you're not in Guessman's uh, Discord. You got to get in Guessman's corner of the Galaxy Discord. Apparently, all those guys got brought in. All are the same, same agent. Same guy. All are the same agent. My same guy. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I wonder which technical director would be responsible for interacting with one person who has ties to so many players that you're so easily able to bring in mm-hmm. on long-term contracts. For big money, yeah, transfer fees, all of them. Hmm. Hey, Yovan. But that's, I think that's that's your issue still, and and we, I mean, I feel like we're 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 broken records at this point because it's every year. That's why it doesn't matter. Every year, it's the same thing we're talking about. It's same. It's Klein and Karofsky and these guys and and the shadow president Dan Beckerman. All these guys still. With their organization, nothing has changed really. Yeah, it's still the same issues. You yeah. you you plug in these pieces that you bring in. You bring in how many different coaches in the last five years? Last five. We got Ziggy. Ziggy GBS. Ziggy GBS and Vanny. Vanny. And and two stints of uh of old boy. What's his name? Um. Uh, dumb as caretaker is an, an Instagram coach. Yeah. Hey, even, Adolfo, even, 2017. Even go, too. yeah, 2017. Go back to 2016 and Bruce. So that's how many different coaches in five years? Seven, seven, six. I wasn't counting. That's it's that's insane. Yeah. The three general again, managers bother me more. Again, common denominator is these still guys who are still there, the trust, yeah. still making the decisions mm-hmm. and still making this team this, you know. You know, first of five. We have been racing to SACE for, for six, six years. years. It's crazy. We've been racing to SACE for six years. And and part of my, part of what got me down and got me into that, like, it doesn't matter mode is whenever you try to have a, a, um, a conversation about it, just a conversation, it doesn't have to be a shouting match. I'm clearly not, I like to think clearly, like I'm, I'm trying to not argue and yell and, and like Twitter rage with people. Cause it's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. It's a waste of time. But when you try to have a conversation with people, like what, what I get told a lot is winning an MLS cup is really hard. It is. It's really, really difficult. And I'm aware of that. No one's asking you to win an MLS cup every year. You're we're an embarrassed. We're regularly, we're regularly made fun of around the league. We're regularly made fun of for the quality of soccer we play around the league. Not what the fans are like in the stands, which is in L.A. is typical. Not not how the uh, East Coast MLS media likes to view Los Angeles and, oh, they show up late and they leave early and all, El Trafico, and, and it's, it's none of that. We get made fun of around the league for how our team plays soccer. That's it. For a long fucking time. For a really, really long time now. Save for a short period of time, where we had two magic drops come into our lap out of nowhere, 
with Zlatan and Pavone, like it's been a laughing stock, and we haven't even been able to build around these two magic pieces. But even even with to those, do something yeah, like. even with those guys, it was still our our, our team was being made fun of because even with Zlatan, you can't make it happen. But I guess that's where DTK was the problem. So I wish him I wish him the best of luck in Feyenoord, man. He seemed very studious. He I I heard he read the rules frequently. Um, we're going to make a, a premium off of Julian Araujo and Efrain Alvarez when they're likely sold in the next 18 months, largely due to his maneuvering, what I can only assume is Vanny and Karofsky's selection of of, of Kevin Cabral as that, that young DP and being able to, to leverage that into signing those boys up. Hey, man, I wish him the fucking best. Yep. All right, moving on to the the outs. Um, the next one uh, on the outs was uh, the captain, Jonathan Dos Santos. Yeah. Uh, contract wasn't extended uh, or wasn't offered another contract. Uh, spent, what, five years five with the years. Oxy? 103 appearances. 103 appearances. Uh, we've seen seven assists, six goals. Uh, Never more, a goal-scoring midfielder. Yeah, more. <sighs> Not really his game. More known for his love of like the club and for the fans than really the play on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what we did see, because save was, for like a season and a half. Yeah, there was a lot of the a lot of years were um, injury prone and unfortunate. Like uh, he he had a re like I, I think um, Josh was was mentioning on, on the show that you know he's had this this issue with with his legs cramping up like mm-hmm. um, for a long time for a long time. So I, I mean. <sighs> He turns 32 in April. Like, realistically, given his injury problems, and you would imagine the amount of money he's looking for. Um, and not not to say that he's looking for a, a large bump, but at thir- turning 32, he's 31 years old. This is his last chance to make some money yeah. as a soccer player. You know, he's going to make some money as a commentator or, or you know, uh, in some other facet of his life uh, when he's done. But as a footballer, like this is his last deal. He needs to go where he can make some money. Um, wish him the best. It, it, the club is or the club is right to let him move on, um, especially given some of the the roster questionable roster moves we've made over the last couple of years. We need the money. We need the designated player spot. We need the international roster spot. We need uh, uh, everything that kind of comes with letting him go. So wish for, him the- for and for sure, a player who's who's. Was very MLS mediocre. I mean, let's just let's just put it out. Like it's I don't never. Agree with that. But you think you call him a, a mediocre MLS player on his day? If on well, I mean, average his days, average his on his day. That's the thing is uh, when there was more there was more off days. Than Saying there were he's on healthy, days. huh? <laughs> Saying that he's healthy in this scenario. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would say above average for sure. Healthy, I'd put him. I I would certainly put him on the upper. I wouldn't make him an MLS best eleven, even on his best day. But he's. Um, you know he's he's very very good. Honestly, one of my my favorite center mids for the galaxy ever. But as you say, it's more for for off the field, not even off the field. Like I love him on the field, just not necessarily playing soccer. Like rubbing it in LAFC's face, celebrating with the fans. You know, I like I I he seemed like he, he yeah. got being here. I had I had no problem with with the way he was. Like you know mm-hmm. his his presentation of himself. Like I I enjoyed him. Yeah. Especially, you know, coming off the other Dos Santos brother, where it's like, I don't know if you were watching our live yeah, feed, America. we have, we have him up on. Yeah, but he had work to do. Jonathan had work to do coming in. Yeah, I was a, I was completely opposed to his signing, and and I don't feel like my opinion was justified, even in his injury record. Um, I I I 
I feel like he shoved it in my face. Like he, he proved me wrong more often than not. And it wasn't, it wasn't what I hoped he could have been or what he even should have been coming from that point of his career. But it's fine to find, you know, yet another decent, better than decent player who didn't win a cup. Yeah. I mean, for my criticism is more like coming in his prime. That's his, he came into us in his prime. Mm -hmm. He was our, our, our little Giovinco after he was our little Giovinco. So, and, and again, it's, you know, I'm not saying that he didn't put his effort into it. I mean, I, I don't think that was it. Um, just uh, unfortunate with like the the reoccurring injuries. I think it, I think I expected more from him, especially after what was it 2019? 2019, 2018, when he had a, a fantastic year. Sometimes it just doesn't work. It didn't work out. Sometimes, and it's... unfortunately, and I I do like the guy. I mean, he's a good follow on on Instagram. Yeah, if you follow him, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It was hanging oh, out with his cousins yeah <laughs> it's a galaxy captain that dropped a fuck tape while he was captain of the galaxy well not fuck tape fuck real fuck tape i'm calling it a fuck tape i'm giving him how are you gonna take that seconds. from a man hey that's all you need sometimes sometimes ed but you and your you see millennials is what it is with these reels these back in my day was a fuck tape mm. you fucking a girl you leak it on the internet it's got to be more than like a gif long like it's got to you know but that's what's great because he also has that thing where he's sneaking the video and he's doing the pussy eating. Yeah. That's good. I stand Jonathan, man. Bring him back. Uh, again, I, I loved him. I think I loved him more off the field than on the field. That's fair. For sure. I can't think of another Galaxy captain I can And I'm, You know what? I'll take it back. I'm sorry. I, I don't think he was mediocre. I think he was definitely above a lot of the midfielders we have. But, I mean, that's not saying that's not saying much for our team. Yeah, because like Servando Carrasco is a mediocre MLS midfielder. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't even give him Lower that much credit. Yeah, no, I wouldn't give him that much credit. I miss Jonathan Mann, 11th Galaxy captain. Wish you the best. Apparently he's off to a new team, but no one seems to know where he had. So. Rumors, I mean, but it's, it's again, it's rumors on Twitter, America, but. I think that's the that's just the easy. Because his dad, I mean, his dad played for them and well, his brother played, played for yeah. them. I don't know, we'll see. Rumors Which, for Houston also. Houston, yeah, Houston. But that, I think that's it. I think that's a joke one. I think that's like, a, oh, well, we're getting rid of a player. So it's it's because all LA's garbage goes to goes to Houston. Damn. Well, I mean, I'm t- I'm they recycle it. Texting AJ right now. They recycle it. They're, they're recycling. They're recycling LA Galaxy players. Yeah, don't tell them that. I, remember. I did text them today. Don't tell them that. Um, next on the docket, uh, we're going to go down the timeline. Uh, the Galaxy announced their 2021 roster decisions. Um, and this is, again, we're going to go down the timeline, so a lot of this information is already uh, not up to date. Um, so the Galaxy exercised the contract options for the following players. Uh, Jonathan Klinsman, Nick DePew, Daniel Stairs, and uh, midfielders Daniel Aguirre and Adam Saldana. Uh, they did not pick up the contract options on Eric Lopez, Victor Vasquez, Ethan Zubak, uh, but they do remain, they did remain, whatever, they did remain, uh, and you <laughs> talked with them. Uh, Zubac was bullshit. I think Vasquez is real. Sasha was out of contract, but it was meaning in contact with him. Gang, gang. Uh, Nico Hamalainen was not renewed for his uh, his loan. What a terrible player to have play as the what a terrible player to be the first player to cross the divide between LAFC and the Galaxy. Don't you hate that it was us that did it too? I hate that it was us, and I hate that it's someone who's so forgettable. Yeah. Uh, Justin Pomsteeg uh, and Jonathan, Jonathan Dos Santos are out of contract, will not return to the Galaxy in 2022. <coughs> Excuse me. And then Ellie declined the contracts of uh, Kai Kariniak, Augustine Williams, 
Danny Acosta and O'Neill Fisher. So that's the. Well, I'll just keep going from there because they're still like. I didn't even see they declined. I, I haven't even seen these. So they declined O'Neill Fisher. O'Neill Fisher. Uh, Dana Acosta. Uh, Daniel Acosta. Augustine Williams, which, I mean, that was no and surprise. Nico. And Ooh, then Kai uh, Kurniak. I like that. We're going to have some outside backs coming in. You would hope so. We'll see. Yeah, I'd like to see him load up on all four, like two lefts and two rights. Yeah, because, I mean, as much as uh, I like, um, who was it? Viafania? Um No, like Derek Williams. I, I mean, still, I don't. he didn't really prove to me that he's. Well, I mean, outside backs, like to replace Julian. Um, cause we're going to, we're going oh, to replace, replace Julian him, yeah. probably this winter. I would hope, um, probably this winter flip him out. Um, but he's, he seems front and center for galaxy marketing right now. So I imagine it's it, knowing them, it seems like they're planning on keeping him. Um, or maybe they're just trying to maximize on him before he goes. All right. right. So, and we talked about that, uh, the contract, uh, roster decision. So let's talk about, uh, the players who are officially gone. Uh, this is back from December 12th. Uh, and they had a you know a couple days of just like dumping news like a whole week. Uh, Stairs ends up going to Houston. Like again, we said good for him. You know, we recycling three hundred ninety three thousand dollars a year. Recy- Gal- uh, Houston recycling uh, Galaxy players. Um, I think I think Daniel Stairs was one of the biggest like rebel rousing like news of of the last week. Even even over we'll talk about him. We'll talk you about had him more feelings about him than I thought. Like you just. He makes a lot of people angry. It's weird. He was our uh, what our longest tenured player, or was second, that second, second longest? Because yeah. that was Sebastian. We'll, we'll you talk could about just said second and not mention his name. We'll, we'll talk about him. Yeah, he had 140 appearances, the second most for a center back, um, behind this other guy, and fifteenth uh, most fifteenth most in appearances all time. Uh, so what we got for him was a third round pick, sixtieth uh, overall in the 2022 MLS Super Draft. Steal. <laughs> And then additionally, the Galaxy will retain a portion of uh, Stairs' salary budget in 20. So really what you're getting is you have to receive something from Houston in Major League Soccer to make a trade. And Houston is willing to take what is hopefully at least a significant chunk of that salary. Um, Stairs, the Stairs situation, I hate to use this word again. The Stairs situation typifies the current LA Galaxy. It, it, It perfectly boxes it so that you... We re-signed him to a laughable amount of money. A laughable amount of money. Wasn't it like last year or the year before? Uh, I think it's 2019. I don't. I should have looked this up. Um, we re-signed him to a crazy amount of money. A crazy amount. 393000 for Daniel Stairs is a lot of money. We re-signed him for $393,000. We then continuously... Sign super expensive center backs Outrageous. to play over him. The guy we signed. That's why that's I got to put respect on Danny Stairs, man. December 12, 2019. So that's a DTK signing, by the way. Officially. I put, I put some respect on Danny Stairs. Get your money. Because they constantly were like, you're not good enough. Yeah. You're not good enough. Yeah. But, and they brought in dudes. They kept bringing them in. And Danny Stairs was like, all right. Yeah. All right. Because you know when Stairs came in? You know when Stairs balls the fuck out? In contract years. That's the way he's supposed to do it. You make it so you're invaluable in a contract year. 393000 They then spend money to bench him to sign more expensive defenders over him. They end up, now that the over the defenders who play over him haven't worked out, and you need the roster spots to finish fixing your roster, you now have to trade him 
but because you can't find anyone else in the league to take him for what you re-signed him for, you have to keep part of his salary. That is the Chris Klein LA Galaxy. Like that is, that's how, maybe that's why they fired DTK. That's how we move, man. We re-sign people for a ton of money. We sign people to play instead of them. And then we get rid of them and have to maintain their salary because no one else in the world, no one in the world would sign Daniel Starris for $393,000. Is that, no one is that his base? No one who runs like he can still make more than that. No one who runs a soccer team in this in this country who's seen him play would pay four hundred thousand dollars a year for him. But that's it's easier than going to find someone because every time we go to find someone, it also doesn't work. And they're they're worse. They're that's worse. the problem. The best center back tandem we've had is Daniel Starris and Dave Romney since AJ and Omar left. Is that fair? Yellow was good. I would the pair, pair. I would say I'd say you're you're correct. As a pair, that feels right. Yeah. We just. But and that's that's really not saying much. But we just can't. We can't. We can't do it. Like that. It's it's where my my current state comes from. It's our inability to just to do it. And I understand building a soccer team is hard. Building a winning program is hard. Twenty December, the end of twenty nineteen, going into twenty twenty, you sign this guy for four hundred grand. Like this is that's a plan, man. That should be your guy. That's a, that is the guy. That that's be a one starting of your salary number. <laughs> yeah. Like it just doesn't make sense. It, none of it makes any sense. But it's it's what happens when you stumble from thing to thing to thing. There isn't a plan. It's why the head coaches the head coaches moving don't bother me. The GMs moving bother me because when the GMs move, you're restarting a plan over and over and over and over and over again. And we're we're starting it over again. We're just not hiring a GM, or at least we're not telling people, or we're you know. If we're on and which is better, if they're going to run it, if those three guys are just going to run it, then just run it. Don't bring somebody else yeah, in just for you to for make it? your yeah, own decisions. Yeah. They're telling you that they're running it. They're telling you as openly as possible. It is Greg. It is Jovan. And it's Klein. That's it. Those are the people who are running the show. More so, there's no more so, more so, less more so the less. but there's there's no need to bring in a, a, a GM because at least for this year, we're running it together. Sorry. The Starris contract just fucking irked the shit out of me. And it was what's funny to me is I think people are more pissed off that we all we got was for was a third round pick. But you you got nothing. You got nothing. You got nothing. What what you did was get rid of get rid of the contract. You got rid of you got rid of most of a contract yeah. because if we're honest, Nick DePew outplayed Dan Starris this year, and you can't have Nick DePew's ninety thousand dollars outplaying the guy you're paying three hundred ninety three thousand dollars for. You have to get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, and, and you hope it's most of his contract. I we mean, don't know. What, what team in the league is going to take Starris we, at we won't 250? Know until, what, the first? We won't know until, until we won't even know that. I don't even well, think, all yeah. we know is the salary. We won't know oh, we won't how much you're paying? Yeah. All right. Yeah, you may, you, we may never find I out. I guarantee we're paying most of the contract. Well, I, I would say, if, you, if, you're, if you're an MLS GM, what, do you, what, what are you paying Starris? If you're an MLS GM, you can hold the Galaxy to the fact that they need the money and they need the roster spot. So I... I Houston, a, Houston is getting a capable MLS starter, whether you like Dan Starris or not. For what Houston as an organization is, Houston is getting a capable starter at at least a discount because the Galaxy are paying a portion of his salary. Because you're getting a guy who, I mean, let's be honest, is not is not a great center back. But he's fine. But it's Houston. But it's it's a it's a it's a guy who can who can jump in whenever you need him. It'd be solid. Yeah, solid more than more than not. So let me ask you. He's this. just making too much. So yes. Tucker. At what price? It, say the Galaxy are picking up two hundred and fifty thousand of that. So oh the Galaxy God. are picking up a majority of it. Yeah, is that worth it? 
getting rid of him. Yeah. They yeah, they have to get rid of him. They, he has to be gone. Like he 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 had they have to get that salary off their books to try to it's fix regardless. Everything that yeah, just it's happened. it's not as it worth it. It's just they have to do it. They have to. So regardless of the number they're picking up is pretty much about the roster spot. Well, if it's if it's capped money, and I'm sure it's it's going to come against our cap, like then that matters. That 400 grand matters, whatever the the, the number is. But if if half of it is as if it's off flat the cash, you or... pay the whole fucking thing. I don't give a shit. It's not my money. But I, I just don't understand. I just I, it, his contract just shows you how little forethought and and how little foreplanning there is. We are putting out fires day to day, week to week, month to month. It really, I struggle to believe there's a long-term plan. Maybe, maybe we're in the process of instituting that long-term plan that Greg has that, that last year was a portion of it. But I mean, this shows you there, there, there wasn't, a, they, they knew nothing. They, they had, they, there was no plan. There wasn't, there couldn't have been a plan. There couldn't have been a plan if you signed this guy two years ago. There can't be a plan if, if you're a guy who's, should be instituting the plan is like, let go. At, at the end of his con, like you brought him in to, unless you brought him in to save your academy, it's a failure. Unless the reason you brought the guy who's supposed to to architect your new system, it's a failure. He walked away at the end of his deal. You only re-upped him so you can get something out of fan art. Yeah. Which is fine. Get your money. I don't care. It's not my business. You got to do something to fix all the other shit you've done. <laughs> fix. We'll put those in quotes. Well, I just mean money to fix the other shit they've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so in the same day, uh, it was announced that Ethan Zubak My man's. Uh, was traded to Nashville for a first round pick. So 21st overall in the 2022 MLS super draft, uh, Ethan Zubak, who has been with the club for 2012, 13, I think. Yeah. No, he was like nine, eight, nine years or something like that. Yeah. It's uh, right. it's the same. came up through, through the Academy, through the development Academy, through yeah. the, de- the through development Academy, uh, G2, um, was signed uh, to back up Zlatan and and Chicharito and been telling you for years. Been, he's, he was your 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 second. I've been telling you for years. He was a. Uh, I love I love my man's, but he he if he's your plan as a number as we need a goal and it's not the main guy, like you're in trouble. Yeah, you're gonna be in trouble. With all due respect to him, like you're gonna be in trouble. He's Nashville signed another center forward the same day they signed Ethan Zubak. They got, I think they got CJ Sapongan the same day they signed Ethan Zubak. A guy with a ton more <laughs> MLS experience. But you know, hey, you know, good luck to Zubak, man. It's cool. They're good only, a, they're only yeah. a brand new franchise who is supposed to not know what they're doing. But the day they signed Ethan Zubak, they brought somebody else in. Yeah, again, that one seemed just more like a, if we can get something for him, we can get something for him. Well, I think we're moving on, and he needs to move on because like he, he was he was out of contract already. He was out of contract. He was not playing for G two. We didn't loan him down. Um, he, he stopped being on the bench for the first team. It's, it, you know, he just got married. Go start your life, kid. You know, move on. Um, Go enjoy Nashville, man. Lord I heard, I it's a nice place. I, I liked that what I did see on social media for him was, was at least everything I saw was positive. Um, because he's a kid, man. Like, it's a kid. It was going more to like a, else. it was more like a, how do you say, like, um, it was more them saying, uh, you know, you weren't that good, but, uh, you know, good luck to you. Wow, like a backhanded, like a backhanded, like all I saw was like Lord Zubak, and and he seemed like oh, like, I don't know. I, I stay out of the yeah. most of this. I show, saw a lot but. more of like you, you weren't great for our team, but good luck to you. Yeah, it's more like backhanded. Like I like to think he's like, who is this that's sitting at home paying to watch me play soccer? You're, what's I don't your, know. I don't know. What's your paying, opinion? I don't know. They're paying him to watch soccer. But. Oh, they're paying him. Every time you buy a ticket or you buy a jersey, you're paying these people. That's where the money comes from. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Well, Wish him the best. So he just got hitched, just got married. Hitched his... got married, yeah. Bro, it was a it was it was a, a a throwback at Galaxy Fest. If you saw the pictures he had tagged, my boy Justin Dillon was there, Vom Steeg was there. Put some respect. MLS Cup winning Justin Justin Dillon. Justin that's yeah, you're right. MLS Cup winning San Antonio Scorpion cheated out of a uh, 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 going back to back, my boy Justin Dillon. Um but yeah, it was it was good. Good on the kid, man. Now former player Justin Vom Steeg. Yeah, Justin Von Steeg uh, was there. A couple other guys. Were I think there. Uh, some other G2 guys. Stetton, like uh, a lot of the older guys. Snedden was there. Yeah, Snedden. That's what I was thinking. A lot of guys who, who got cut and kind of moved on were, were at his wedding. So that was great to see. But good on the kid. Wish him the best. And, uh, you know, over to Nashville with with uh, Big Dig Dave Romney. Dave Romney. Have a familiar face, at least. Uh, the next on December 15th, the first news to come out is that Sasha Kleschen has re signed. So our first signing of the year. Good business. Good that business. Good business. Uh, Sasha Kleschen re-signs with the team. You know, that, that veteran presence, the guy, the locker room guy. Would be captain if Chicharito wasn't there. But he would a, be. If, uh, based on the current roster. Right. Based on the current roster, he would be. We got some room. We don't worry. We got some room. What do you think? Uh, re-sign him, good move. You know. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's a right move for for continuity. You're we're, Again, we're going to be signing some some new guys. The guy um, who really wasn't making that, that much. Speaks but. French. Uh, we're gonna be taking a um, yeah, I can't forget that shit. Yeah, gonna be taking a we're really big in the Krosky circles. Uh, he's gonna be. T- I would imagine he's taking a, a price cut to stay. He turns thirty-seven uh, during his contract year. Um, it keeps him in the game, keeps him local with his family. You, you can see his family at, at, at game sitting in the family seating section. They seem to enjoy it, and, and he seems like he takes up every ticket that they'll offer him for for his people coming. So why not, um, man? Local kid, dude. Yeah, like. yeah, good to have. It. And look, it took him. We talked about it here. It was on COG. It took Sasha Kleschen a long time to get to the Galaxy. He, for me, carries his own. His goals gave us a shot at getting in the playoffs. Uh, and he he clearly enjoys and loves being here and plays for the crest, plays for the heart. Yeah, fans and, love him. You know that's that's one of the things you 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 want in players. You want them to be like giving their all. Yeah. Even if they might not be the best. Yeah. Even if it might be past them, yeah. you still see them like that dude's gonna give come any, in, give anything in the world for him to be ten years younger. Yeah. But uh, you that's know, not that's not how time works. I like yeah, it's not it's not the arrow of time. So I I, yeah. I like that at least he's gonna get to hang it up here. Um. And and phenomenal. Twenty twenty one largest player, player of the year. year. Yeah, that's right. I don't think we did we talk we didn't talk about that, did we? No, we didn't. Sasha won. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't vote. You um, vote? Yeah, so it's a bit of uh no, I didn't. Um so our first little bit of business uh for players uh coming into the team. Uh then they announced on the same day the twenty twenty two schedule. Uh so our First game will be against the champs, champions, yeah. New York City, New York City FC. Your your twenty twenty one MLS Cup champions, uh, and then we play the first away game to what is it the Cincinnati Charlotte. Um, Charlotte Charlotte on the season opens up on February twenty seventh against New York City at home. Um, what's what's one game that you're you're looking forward to? I'm trying to get I'm trying to convince Denise to go to Nashville for that away game. Uh, let me know because I think I think you can talk Erica to that. We do a nice little trip. Um, oh, my birthday! I have we have LAFC away on the eighth, my birthday on the eleventh, and San Jose at home on the thirteenth. So I'm I'm pretty much looking forward to the Galaxy ruining that week of my life. Uh, there, the the game we play against Dallas at home is on my birthday. Oof. 
Yeah, that's that's a roughing. It can go either way. I'd like to do I'd like to do uh, Minnesota United away, but I think that that uh, that that's on the 18th of May. It might come a little too soon. Maybe next year. Uh, but yeah, that's that's I don't know. I haven't really had a, to be honest with you. I haven't had a chance to go through the schedule too much. Uh, can we go through it? Oh, we're away to the Dynamo. Oh fuck, we're away to the Dynamo for the last game. Good old good old ending the season on, on Houston sh- and away. That's rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a rough beat. We can't beat him at home on the last game. <laughs> um, so that's that'll be something. But yeah, I'm kind of trying to convince Colorado. Where in Vancouver? I'm trying it's to convince needs to go to that Nashville game in, in September. It's even a rough run. I mean, if you're just looking at the schedule, the way this last season was. Holy shit! Those la- at last stretch of games is gonna be rough. See, in August, August yeah. has one, two, three. Well, that's four, the crunch five, month, right? Six games in yeah, August. That's, that's usually the month where they kind of squeeze a shit ton of games in. Um, oh shit, July too. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be fun, man. So it's, in in two months, there's twelve games. Let's do it. I'm, Jesus, man. Yeah, hey, it's gonna be fun. We're having a good time. You got to be you got to be cheery, Ed. Really? Uh, yeah, you can do whatever you want. Really, yeah, you do whatever you doesn't want, matter. Man. It doesn't matter to me. There you go. I'm just I'm just trying to buy time until the next topic. I really don't care. <laughs> go to go to any game you don't want to. Don't go to any game you don't want to. It's fine. I'm excited though, man. I'm I'm ready to. Just... I'm sorry. I mean, I'm more eterno. Uh, uh, hashtag away tickets, everybody. I'm just everybody I'm, honestly, it's I'm just looking forward to it. It's just kind of been the uh, the chant these last couple of years is like, I'm just ready for the next season. I'm ready to watch the last season that you know that bad taste out of my mouth. Yeah, you know, it's new season brings new hope, Chris. I don't, and believe... then that hope gets fucking dashed every year. I don't believe I'm gonna have the the Chicha train kind of hope. This off season, I don't. I don't think it's coming. Don't get me wrong. The guy was two goals off of the Golden Boot. Played eleven less games um, than Castellanos, but yeah, I don't. I don't see it. I don't well, see you know, it yet. Life, life's, life's about keeping the expectations low, man. Because you you hardly get ever you hardly get disappointed. Can I tell you something? You're a Galaxy fan. Talking like that. Imagine, imagine you run a New York Red Bulls podcast. <laughs> And your your brand new cross city playing in a baseball stadium rivals just won MLS Cup, and as as a supporter of the team that's won the most. By the most, way, can I, can I tell you that's probably my my favorite part of a New York City winning. Only reason I was rooting for him, exclusive reason I was rooting for him. I wanted to I wanted to see the 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 trophy go to a baseball stadium before I went to the 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 old Metro. I told you I'm just wasting time for the next topic. You tell me, yeah, it doesn't matter to me. All right, so with the schedule's out, go go find it. I'm. Let's see what uh, what this new season brings. Hopefully, better something better. You already know what. Make it the playoffs, maybe, maybe. Again, you're a Galaxy fan. This is what the the Chris Klein era has brought us. You're a Galaxy fan is maybe. It's we, cool, man. He knows better. I hope we make playoffs. Is is the new is the new Galaxy? Oh man, bar. That July is brutal. July and most of August, we're home away, home away, home away. So that's a lot of traveling too. That's, that's this is brutal. a poorly written schedule. I, I, I'm only barely going through it. And it's 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 just like home, Colorado, back home, Atlanta, then back out to Dallas, back to back home, back out to Kansas City, back home. Like it's and it's it's just a couple days. It's uh, I'm glad I don't have to do this shit. Yeah, that's rough, dude. All right, and I think the uh, one some of the biggest news that that happened this off season so far, um, December sixteenth, uh, it was officially announced because there was rumors going about, uh, but it was officially announced that uh, the LA Galaxy have traded 
uh, Sebastian and Jet mm. for Mind what me. could possibly be one point three million dollars in uh, in GAM. So guaranteed five hundred thousand with like incentive based for the other, which is usually pretty easy to eight hundred. And you you can see the the debt's going to start for that team. It's a it's a it's a way to move money around. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Bruce getting the getting the band back together. Mm-hmm. He's got Emma over there. He's got uh, AJ over there. Mm-hmm. Now he's got Legit. And I think it came out today that Omar's there now again. There are more. There are more 2014 MLS Cup winners on the New England Revolution than Galaxy players who have won a playoff game. Oh. And the two Galaxy players who have won a playoff game did not feature in that match. The two Galaxy players to to win a playoff game are Julian Araujo and Efren Alvarez, neither of which appeared in a match. That's rough. Yeah. That's that's so rough. You know what you know what's happening over there, right? You know what's happening in New England? Building that championship. If you had a, if you had a guess, what do you what do you think Big Bruce is doing? He's building that championship team. He's he's building it with very particular players. That's what it's what he did when he was here. Almost but almost as if you are showing someone Oh yeah. That you could work miracles without their intervention. You almost as if you you are capable enough to take because you are who you are. You are capable enough to take a team who, as we discussed earlier in the show, was the most MLS 1.0 franchise, most stuck in the past, the most like eh, Taylor Twellman is our hero, MLS franchise, and win the supporter shield with him and be a legitimate MLS Cup contenders with the exact same guys. And your extra pieces on a much lower budget. But let me get all, let me get my guys and show you that I know I know what I'm doing here. People who know so much. People who must meddle and move things. And ah, ah, I got it, coach. I know more than you. Imagine what that's like to be a head coach yeah, and then ahead. have one of your former players say, I got it, I know more than you. It, to me, it seems pointed. To me, it seems particular. And for the people who are like, why didn't the Galaxy get Omar Gonzalez? You want to know why? Because our problems are so gigantic. You can't sign Omar Gonzalez to fix it. Because bad. you don't need... But you don't need... But Bruce has positioned New England to be able to sign Omar Gonzalez and AJ De La Garza and still be a supporter shield winning team. We can't sign Omar because of the decisions that have been made since Bruce Arena left, since Omar Gonzalez left. I would love for Omar to come to the Galaxy and ride off into the sunset with the team he won Rookie of the Year with and the team he won MLS Cup with and where we all we had so much fun together and he gets sold and he gets to move on. He makes the national team. I would love for Omar to come in here and have a swan song. He can't. I would love AJ to come in here and have a swan song. He can't. We can't hold those salaries. Stop hitting the table. I'm sorry. We can't hold those salaries, <laughs> and we can't hold those roster spots because of the decisions we've made. Bruce can bring Omar in. as a, Omar is not going to start. No. But Omar is a guy who can translate to defenders what Bruce Arena is thinking. Omar yeah, you, is know, a guy, you, know, you know exactly what he wants from you. Yeah, Omar is a guy who can say, hey, hey this is the way the coach likes it done. Like, I know, hey, th- look, this is your job. This is your, it's your starting spot. I don't need to take... I've had my time. I've done my time. I've done it. But believe me, if you listen to him, if you listen to what coach says, if you if you move the way coach tells you, if you have the philosophy the way coach tells you, next time you don't make it to the Eastern Conference Final, next time you make it to MLS Cup, because you, you, you need to understand this point. This part is the part you got wrong. That's what Bruce excels at. Is it a little fucked up that we're old enough that Omar Gonzalez and AJ De La Garza is Tony Sané and Greg Berhalter? <laughs> made me want to put okay. a pistol in my mouth. Oh ah, man. Really made me want to kill myself yeah. today. 
But that's what he's doing. Yeah. He's bringing in his guy. We are now seeing <clears throat> our, what were our guys, what were galaxy guys. We're seeing them be the people who help get you over the line. Greg, Ber we've said it for, for years now. Greg Berhalter turned Omar Gonzalez into what he was. Now Omar Gonzalez is heading to New England to do that. And because we got Tweedledee and Tweedledumass, Bruce is taking, air quotes, our guys and building a ship on the East Coast where it's easier, where it's objectively easier to get to the end, where it's objectively easier to get to Maluska. I was happy at 1.3 just because I know the people I got spending the money. We're just going to fuck it up anyway. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. You could give us $2 million, It doesn't matter. We're going to fuck it up. We're going to piss it away. What you know what, that 1.3 is less than what we paid for a Shelvick and a people. People who you can't get rid of. People who you still got to figure out. Still on the contract. Still, gotta figure, still on the contract. Still on the contract because whatever the money. It's it's the green card. It's it's the it's the international spot. Like we're, we, we, just, we just don't do it right anymore. Because we don't have the right people. There's not a plan. There's not a plan. Like Bruce can bring Omar in because you don't you think Bruce Arena didn't have a decent idea of when Omar's contract was running down? So I know where my defenders are. I know and, and their evolution and their growth. I know where my defenders are. Can I, is is Omar at an age where he's he's ready to take a back seat to a winning program? Absolutely. Are my defenders at an age where they could use that experienced defender to come in and tell them how I want things? Absolutely. Are they going to be worried Omar is taking their starting spot? No, because Omar Gonzalez isn't interested in a starting spot at this stage of his career. He wants to play some games. He wants to go on a run and make and and have a legitimate stab at winning a cup rather than being in Toronto and getting his ass kicked. It's there. It's the it's it's literally the separation between a plan and whatever we've been doing, whatever we've been doing or, for the last seven years. Constantly putting out your own fires. You just don't. Know. You made. But it's it's putting out fires because because no one decided to water the grass and no one ever thinks to water the grass. We just wait for it to catch on fire and then try to put it out. Yeah. It's more so that they didn't water the grass is that they put like battery acid they dumped kerosene on and it. kerosene. And then we're like and smoking, not, smoking near the flames, not setting it on fire, they're not setting it, but smoking near, near it. Yes. Yeah. And it's a little windy and they're ashing and Hey, I hope it doesn't set on fire. Oh shit. It set on fire. Now what do we do every fucking year? Let's bring do, a rug. Put it on top of it. Oh, that catches on fire. We're gonna and then ne next year, let's swing the rug around. Like what? It, it's I don't know, man. It's it's. I'm sure there's a plan. I have to believe there's a plan. But no part of me sees a plan, and and like I've watched them. I'm sure there's a plan. I don't know if it's a very good one. It's not. Where is it executed? Yeah. Like where is it being executed? That's where that's where I I struggle to see. We have a we have a real chance right now. We can we have an open DP spot. When you have an open DP, DP spot, you can you can really change the makeup of your team. But if we're if if fan engagement still what we're trying to do, and I don't, there are less adults in the room. There are less people to make it to make it about something besides fan engagement. There's less people in the room to make it about football. DTK is a legitimate football guy. He's a soccer guy. There's less people to make it about soccer. To be the adult. If you had to get, if you had to name one person in the front office that you actually liked, it probably would have been DTK that you trusted. At least it probably would have been Dennis. There's yeah. less people <laughs> to make soccer decisions. So I have to base just on the evidence of what they've given me over the years. I have to believe unless another miracle DP signing chooses the galaxy, 
which with all due respect to Jovan helping to convince Zlatan, it's Zlatan Ibrahimovic. He picked you. Of course he picked you. Yeah. At any moment, he could have picked anyone else in the world. And most teams in the world would have had him. He had picked you and then picked Manchester United and went to Manchester United and then picked you later and still came back. So unless it's that, my assumption has to be the third DP spot is going to be used on more fan engagement. Just fucking win a game. Just win a playoff game. Make it into the playoffs. Make it into the playoffs. Fuck, think, man. Yeah. That's, that's... <sighs> so legit. What do you think about the trade? Um, you know, I think uh, it's going to be great for him. Another, yeah. another guy who, you know, was all about the team. You know, he's the only active player from that 2014 team who's still playing soccer. Who's not on the new England revolution. Who? Giassi's artist. Okay. That's it. Everybody else is done playing. Like Bruce has all of them who are, who are, or, you know, again, pointed, uh, I wish him the best man. I hope he, I hope he, he, he thrives there. I think they're going to win the cup next year. Um, I, I hope he thrives. I hope he does well. Um, we have a really weird fan base that kind of went after him for not thanking the fans, even though they've been shitting on him for years. Like you guys got to understand there people do read the things you say. So you have to understand if they don't like you after you've spent years shitting on them, shit on people. Less. Did he not thank the fans? No, I mean... he thanked, he thanked everyone else except the fans. At least, okay. at, least, at least in the, in the post I read, he thanked everyone except the fans. Um, you know, you guys gave him a really hard time, and he he opened up about being bullied at work, something everyone else is like. And totally then you understand. bullied him. And then you bullied him more. <laughs> and then the guy who bullied him left, and then you supported the guy who bullied him over him while he was still on your team, while the other guy was still actively shitting on your team. Of course he didn't thank you. I, You know, I what do I think about him getting traded? I wish you the best. You know, you're go out and, and try to do good things. Try not to let people bother you too much. But... He made 158 appearances for your club. He's like the, he's, I didn't even write it down. He's, 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 where am I at? He's the 13th all-time appearance maker for the Galaxy. And people constantly shat on him online. 13th highest appearance maker. Who liked being here. Like, who seemed to like playing for the Galaxy. He was a U.S. Men's National Team player. Who liked playing on the Galaxy. Who, as an organization, you made into a U.S. Men's National Team player. You brought him from the reserve. He never played a first team match for West Ham until he steps on the foot for New England. He's a one club man, 158 appearances for the Galaxy. Of course he didn't thank you. 1.3, everyone in MLS seems to say 1.3 for Sebastian Legette is low. That's if we get everything. They're saying it's low. Yeah. That's what that's what they're expecting. You hear his interview right after. He said, I expect to play my preferred position, which is central attacking midfield. The exact position. Everyone on Galaxy Twitter has been complaining for years that we need. And Bruce told him, yeah, you come over here. I'll play a game. Why not? You're you're an attacking midfielder and I need one. Why don't I make the easy decision and play you there? Hey, you know, it is a change into the guard. Julian Araujo has 67 appearances for the Galaxy. He has more appearances than everyone else. God, it seems like so much for his. Like... And he's probably gone. Yeah. And there's a strong possibility he's gone in the next like five weeks. Yeah, I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised he's gone in January. That would make, let's see, I, I'm not even sure I updated this. Yet. That'll make Efrain Alvarez, I didn't update, uh, own 56 appearances, the number one. 56 appearances, your most tenured player on the team. It's a changing of the guard, man. Efrain Alvarez, who still people are like, are not about. Legit was, legit was the the beginning of, of a new era, change, a new post-winning yeah. change. And him leaving 
is probably signifying another swap, another change. It's crazy that we've had three rebuilds in that time. We've had three rebuilds in the time between legit signaling a change and legit signaling a change. And that second change likely starting another rebuild. Just the way it is, man. Yeah. I think that's, that's the most frustrating part of it is that there's never been like a constant or a consistent, like, okay, we're going to build on these guys. We're going to be on these guys. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to change 12, play- 12 players every year. Yeah. And hopefully it works. We got. Oh, it didn't work? Oh, shit. Okay. 10 open roster spots. We're Next year, we're going to open up 12, 12 more guys come, come in. Oh, it didn't work? Cycle. Cycle, cycle 10. In. I mean, it's ilk. It's hopefully it's what we're building on. We see Williams and Koulibaly and Gronsir and, and uh, Cabral all have relatively long-term contracts. Um, I assume. I don't, I don't know Ryan off the top of my head. I think his was three, three or four. Um, but we, we see guys with relatively decent term contracts, but Hey man, I, I, I don't know. And I don't have faith in these people to say it's going to go this way or it's going to go that way. I just, I, they've taken that from me. Yeah. And you have people in the comments saying like, oh, they believe in Vanny or they trusted him. I was like, that's fine. I don't believe in Chris Klein and Jovan Carlson. Exactly. Yeah. I, 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 I like Greg if, and I'm going to give him a you shot. Think, if you think Greg Vanny is making the final decisions. You're absolutely have not been watching these last these last seven years. No, just if if that's what you believe, just keep going because life's decent. Like life's not bad. It's gonna punch you in the mouth in about a yeah, year. Yeah, life's life's still going all right. My 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 problem is, and again, like Chris Klein a whole lot as a human being. Um, the one person that I outside of Greg, that I believed was a was an actual footballing mind was DTK and he's gone. It's one less footballing mind in the room. I already know I don't trust the other two. And Greg, the jury's still out for me. But I are, of the four, one's gone. One I don't know enough yet. And I already don't trust the other two. So if if DTK and Greg were at tops, if they were hundred percent trust through the roof, everything's great. We're still at fifty percent. If those two had a hundred percent of my trust, we're still at a failing grade. With these two, there I I Faith is something that they have expelled. They're, they get no more. They don't get, there is no more trust the process. I've watched your process sink my organization into the ground. Because here's the thing too. It's, it's, you want to say, oh, it's, it's, it's Greg's call now. Blah, blah, blah. Trust from Greg. Like you said, they brought in 10 new players. Yeah. And a lot of them on, on big contracts. Long-term. Long-term contracts. Make it seem like it's a, like like we're building something. Make it seems like you're putting something together. But I trust it in your like in your in your your vein of they trust Vanny. I trusted Ziggy. I trusted Bruce. I I trusted GBS when he first came in. Like I've I've, I've I get I trust the process. I give you the shot. It's what you show me that gets the reaction. Yeah. You can't then get upset at the reaction. Like the reaction is from trust the process. Gotcha. Let's see let's see where you're going. Nowhere. Okay. Like, All right. All right. So what's the next process? Oh, it's the same thing. You even have the long-term international, I was going to say foreign, but you even have the long-term international contract you can't get rid of. It's the exact same thing. You got to trust it though, Chris. Just trust. But you don't. You don't have to do anything. You don't. That is true. That is true. Um. Next, we talked about a little about it earlier. Um. But on the 17th of December, it was announced that uh, Junior Gonzalez, uh, the G2 head coach, was out as, as the coach of, of Galaxy 2. Uh, he 
took a job with Chicago Fire as an assistant coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is after rumors of of uh, Mike Munoz coming back as academy director, and mm-hmm. and uh, I think he saw the writing on the wall and was like, "All right, I'm gonna bounce." Yeah, and he is the last of the of the GBS guys. Yeah, because they were all they all been like. It's almost as if DTK was never here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just wiping it clean. Yeah, just wiping it clean. Um. Uh, I, I'm. I think it's unfortunate that 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 Junior is gone. Yeah, um, shocking. I feel like he actually had a, a the team playing with style, playing with some sort of, you know, some sort of way. He is a top two G two G two manager. Like he's right behind Kurt. Um, taking pieces that not necessarily have been the best or have are, or have been our best talents, uh, even missing guys who you know should have been on the field, uh, and still taking that team and and. Um, Nearly making it into into the to USL playoffs. Uh, again, again, like I said, I think more so having him having these guys actually play with the style. I mm-hmm. think it was was exciting. And then now uh, back to square one again. Yeah, often often under Junior played some good soccer. Um, he dealt with with some of the problems Mike Munoz dealt with of uh, having some players called up to the first team that weren't even used. Uh, Marcus Fakranis and uh, Jalen Neal both got first team deals great on the kids but they would spend a lot of time kind of sitting with the first team when they could have been playing with the second team and then Jalen got hurt for for and Marcus quite a while got hurt, yeah and Marcus got hurt too <clears throat> and, you know he had the Cuevas issue which you know I imagine he he kind of banked on Mauricio playing for this this season although Drac worked out really well um and oh as an overall I liked I, of what I got to see because I didn't get to see a lot this last year, but I, I liked a lot of the actual soccer that got played mm-hmm. by Junior Gonzalez team compared to to Mike Munoz. Um, but yeah, the results just weren't really there um, consistently. weren't really there, and 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 he had he had players like Augie scored a bunch of goals, Preston scored a bunch of goals, um, and and you had Jorge Hernandez. Like you had some good good quality players that played really good soccer, and we were just never able to consistently kind of do it. And again you're moving into new administration. You're moving out the previous brain trust because it's what happens when you reset every three years, you're moving out the previous brain trust and whether you like it or not, junior Gonzalez is part of the previous brain trust. Yeah. So Greg's going to bring in his guys that he's comfortable with. Really glad he, he landed on his feet, got a job in Chicago and was ready to move kind of right away. Kind of lets you know the writing was on the wall and yeah. he saw it coming if he wasn't directly informed. Um, so well, I mean, wish him the best. he saw there was reports that came out, I mean, a week before, you know this this uh hit moving on yeah so i mean I, i'm i'm pretty sure it had been around for a little bit yeah so uh, best of luck to junior yeah liked him uh hopefully um is he with chicago's first team yeah he's an assistant coach <laughs> that's that's a step up <clears throat> yeah um and same day uh was reported on twitter of all places also i don't know if it's still been confirmed or yet but uh carlos harvey has received his green card oh, that's true yeah um, and so he will no longer count as an international. Right. Um, he wasn't with the first team right. last year, so it really didn't matter. Uh, but now definitely doesn't matter because he's no longer an international. So yeah, good on him. But we're still only at even because Peepo's back. Yes. And so we have to account for his green card. Um, but <laughs> or for his uh, international spot. But hopefully, I mean, I'm hopefully Harvey stays with the first team. I think he he took his uh, I wouldn't call it demotion, but I mean it was demotion. Yeah. Um. Played it out. I mean, did, played did, center back. Played, played center wherever, back. I think he played center back. Played center mid. Played <laughs> I think a couple different positions. Um, so I mean, that's the kind of type of guy. I'd be like, all right, cool. I want to see him. Of what I've seen from him, I would. I would like to. You know, he could always play in a nice D mid role for open cup games. Um, 
it's it's good to have someone else who can kind of stand in and and play a, a very specific kind of destroyer role in a way that when Saldana gets asked to do it, it doesn't really work in the same way. I like Saldana as a nice controlled passer, but when you just ask him to break up plays in the middle of the field, it just doesn't doesn't work out as successfully yeah, as what seems, I've seen from Harvey. Saldana seems more of a guy who's like wants to go forward more than yeah, the... or at least at least wants to play a pass like wants yeah. to wants, Harvey is like a, a D mid. We need another, in the event something happens to Ryan or whoever comes in to play as D-mid, to have someone who could stand in. Um, you know, good, and, you know, good on the guy getting his getting his green card and a citizen now? How does that work? Is he a resident? What is it? I, I don't resident, know what the yeah. green card does. Um, but hopefully we'll see if, if he makes it back up to the first team or who knows if he he's stays with the G2 for the next season. Uh, but same day, the Galaxy 2 announced their roster decisions. Uh, the Galaxy Permanent 2- resident card. Uh, Galaxy 2 has ex- they have exercised their contract options on uh, Taylor Davila, Josh Drack, uh, Asel Esengue. I'm assuming that's uh, I pronounced that wrong. Uh, Adrian Gonzalez, Preston Judd, and Alan Solario. Uh, Jorge Mendez, who was the standout player yeah, last year. Jorge Hernandez. Um, what did I say? Mendez. Oh, sorry. Jorge Hernandez is out of contract, uh, but the G2 remain in discussion with them for the 2022 season. You better hurry up on that show. Yeah. Uh, Mauricio <laughs> Cuevas, uh, Gerson Chavez who saw no minutes, uh, and Jesus Vasquez are out of contract and will not return to the Galaxy 2 for the 2022 campaign. Also, uh, G2 declined the 2022 contract options of Miguel Avilos and Isaac Bawa. Uh, no and they're both out of contract. So as of right now, here is the roster for Galaxy 2. Okay. And you can count them. on. You can probably count them on, on two fingers. hands. Um, your goalkeepers, as of right now, Alan Solario. Uh, your defenders, Josh Track and Owen Lamb. That's it. Uh, midfielders, you have Alex Acala, Remy Cabral, Taylor Davila. Wait, what happened to Jesus Vasquez? Huh? What oh, they're to... they're they're under contract. Are they um, negotiating? Negotiating. Okay, that's my boy. Uh, where did I see it? Sorry, I fucked you. Sorry, up. you fucked me up. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> all good. Oh, he's already under contract, so they're not they're not really yeah. Um, Alex Acala, Remy Cabral. Taylor Davila, Asel Asengue. Again, bro, I'm, you're tripping. Adrian Mauricio Gonzalez. Cuevas, Gerson Chavez, and Jesus Vasquez are out of contract and will not return to Galaxy Two for the 22 game. Oh, because there's there's uh, Victor Valdez. I th- I always mix up the oh. names. Uh, no, he's out of contract because they're like, it's like 16. They're uh they're Fucking, going they're going younger. Hernandez, Mendez, yeah, freaking messing up Vasquez. I'm messing him up. Uh, but yeah, so as of right now, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11 players on, on Galaxy 2. That's hey, all you need. You need, got your, got get your, your break. <laughs> you got your 11 right there. What position? Are we, what, what's the formation? A one, <laughs> one, two, seven, one. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so um, a lot of changes going going on with Galaxy 2. Definitely getting younger uh, with Isaac Bawa and, and um, Jesus Vasquez yeah. uh, leaving the team. Would make sense if you're playing, if you're, if this is your last year in USL and you're making the jump to MLS next next year. Yeah. Those, those overage players, you kind of want to move on. Uh, so that's what we're gonna talk about next. Which is, is good because uh, you're giving you're really giving them time to go find a USL contract relatively early before anybody before people start making yeah. moves. You're not gonna take them to MLS next. Let them go get a chance to get a job. Uh, so if you guys haven't uh, heard the news that there is a new what are they are they even calling it like a league or what are they calling it like a pro league uh, MLS Next Pro uh, will be starting off in 2022. The Galaxy will be spending this year uh, in USL. It's going to be their last year in USL. 
One more chance. One more chance. Baby. One more. One, one more, more goddamn shot. Uh, but then the Galaxy will be joining MLS MLS Next Pro uh, in 2023. Uh, so enjoy your last season on on ESPN Plus because you're probably not going to see the Galaxy too yeah, on on, uh, on your streaming anymore. devices anymore after after this next year. So enjoy it. Uh, what else been news? Uh, you didn't touch on. Does it bother you at all that they're moving their second team from a uh, Division Two to Division Three? Well, I don't think it's their decision. Like, I feel like all the MLS teams are having to move over. To... I think MLS is separating itself, its connection with yeah. With USL, USL, and MLS are real. Their their relationship is like dwindled. It's it's nothing anymore. But no, it does. I mean, it it doesn't bother me because I mean, twenty twenty three, even I mean, like your Atlanta, we've operated well, effectively as a three. Yeah, well, the one good thing I, I mean I like it is that the the kids get competition against grown men. Yeah, that's the you thing know, is I think that's it's why good for them versus now they're going to be playing against the kids that uh, they played against. Yeah. coming up in the academy system. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, that's what I think. That's why you had the Galaxy wanted to stay in USL as long as possible, because mm-hmm. you were giving these guys the opportunity to play against twenty-three year olds, twenty-seven year olds, almost you know thirty year olds, and yeah. they're Forcing sixteen and seventeen. You know, I think it's unfortunate. I, I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna hurt the Galaxy a little bit. Um, maybe they can. I mean, from what to what? <laughs> well, the development of the, of these kids, oh, you know, yeah. the ones who were ready to jump, like yeah. it's no, it's not doing... going to be as an easy trans or an easier transition from MLS next to making it into you know the first team. No, our kids are doing great. That's why that's why we can't stop selling them uh, abroad, like Dallas, and you know, like New England, apparently. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's not, it's going to be even harder now for these kids who are playing in yeah. a U23. It's league. almost impossible right now when we're playing them against you know. We're playing them against these 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 USL players compared to the other teams around the league who are not academy driven systems like us, like Dallas, Seattle, San Jose, like soon the New York Red Bulls, like everyone else who regularly sells players abroad except for us, um, who are who aren't dedicated. Is Seattle and San Jose in the conversation? They sold Yedlin, who we sold. Yedlin? Yeah. Who did we sell? Well, I mean, we're about to sell Araujo, but I mean, hey, I really, I'll really wait. consider him. He's like uh, not even our academy player. Hey, 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 shh. <laughs> we got him on a U22 as well. Uh, we shouldn't yeah, have whatever. that. I guess so. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no um, yeah, whatever. It's oh, all man. good. It's all good. I, 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 hope, I hope Jorge Hernandez comes back because the kid's really good. Uh, the real notable thing is the Galaxy of officially uh, accepting that Mauricio Cuevas is on his way. Um, well, his contract expired. Like, wish that, him the best. Yeah, but they w- what they've chosen to do, much like with DTK walking away, is just say nothing, and it's easier to to throw their head in the sand and pray that fans don't bring it up to them, that nobody talks about the the fact that they the few blue chip prospects that they do have, they're fucking away. They were able to lock up Efrain Alvarez. They were able to lock up Julian Araujo. They're going to get paid off of that, which is which is um, good for the 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 book. I mean, it's, uh, for for better for worse that Cuevas uh, has the same manager that. Yanez and Mendez have, and it's probably entirely unsurprising. This is yeah. probably the hopefully the last of of the Cleveland leaks. One of them, one of them playing in like second division Portugal, and the other one is playing in Poland. So I mean, you know, their careers are going. going that, great. That's the problem, man. That's that's what these guys do. Like soccer is a predatory game, and you you got you got some guys who are done, who don't stand a chance at making it, who don't give two shits about these kids, and. If you can't if you can't properly sell them on what you're doing, like you're gonna lose them. We, we, you've been watching MLS long enough to see how long. How many times have we said there's many different Europe's? Like a bunch of kids are trying to go to Europe, 
but there's there's the second division of Germany and there's the third division of Slovenia. Like there there's a lot of German there's a lot of going to Europe. Still Europe, baby. It's still Europe. Yeah, it's Europe. <laughs> and some agent's gonna sign you up to a team and then that's it. Like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say anything bad about those countries, but you're you're way more in a window here. I wish Quavo, I genuinely wish him the best, man. I loved watching that kid play. It was, it was yeah. a lot of fun to watch him play. If you it didn't really watch was. Mauricio Cuevas on G2, it was watching a left-sided Julian Araujo. And it's it's a shame that he's not going to get to develop with for the, the first team. With the better foot, with, with the, the better, better cross. With a better, with better cross, definitely a better dead ball. <laughs> and a like, dead ball, oh even, yeah. Not even close. If, you ever, if you're one of these people who likes having an outside back take your free kicks, Mauricio Cuevas was for you. I wish the kid the absolute best. He's always seemed nice around Galaxy games. He's a hell of a player. I, I, I hope he goes far. Um, I, I do disagree with him, but I don't know shit about your life, kid. So for all I know, somebody is offering it to offering you money that's going to take care of your family in a way that the Galaxy are not doing. So get your goddamn bag. From a soccer perspective, as someone who has, has watched kind of this progress a couple times, usually doesn't work out too well. But goddamn, I hope I'm wrong. Wish him the absolute best as, as a, a product of L.A. And, and, and that's it. Well, look, I mean, it's it's always a thing. It's like, oh, you, you want to go see them and and hope they, they, they succeed because that means, you know, a part of it was that you're you were part of that success, that, that the success, right? Mm-hmm. Because you helped develop that kid for as little time and he was with you, whatever. But it's sad to see him go because you've seen stories of a Yanez and a Mendes who've gone off and signed these contracts in right? Europe. And then now they're, you know, again. One of them's in a relegation spot with a Portuguese team, and the hey, other there's one's... nothing wrong with the relegation zone. All right, once you calm down. Another one's playing in, in in. We all spend time. We all spend time <laughs> in the drop. All right, let's just relax. Yeah, you know, and so you, I would have hoped he would have saw the Orajo story, and be like, oh, I can, I can really make a name for myself. But if you look and at have Ju- the shine and have the spotlight brought on me. But if you look at Julian, like Julian could have dipped early. Julian could have not wasted wasted years of his career playing with us. He's going to go into a first team, like playing for the Galaxy, showing that you're a first team footballer. I mean, you're there, you're definitely right. Showing you're a first team player is uh, uh, is important, and Julian did that. But if you think you got it, and you think the the club is dicking you around, what do you do? That's what I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I wish you would have had better a better management team. Yeah, because and, a better management team would have saw that hey, the Galaxy are still struggling. With finding left backs and finding people who are playing on that on that back he'd line, get, he'd get if he if he didn't watch Mauricio Cuevas, and this is this is removing the fact that he hasn't played soccer in a year. Um, if if just judging by the Cuevas from the year before, the last time we got to watch him play regularly, based on what we saw out of the left back position for last season, he would be getting games this this year. Hundred percent. Based on what we saw from, you wouldn't replace Nico and go out and get another left back. You, if if he were in the organization, you would you, Nico would be gone. Cuevas would be your number two, and if we were winning games and and Viafani is kind of tiring out or whatever, you'd bring him out and you let the kid get in the game. You're not having an O'Neill Fisher, Danilo Costa, play as your or left Fisher, back. yeah, yeah. You're play not your you're left not playing back. Fisher or left back. You're, you'd play Cuevas. Yeah, and it's what honestly. I, it's what we said they should have done last year. He should have been on a first-team contract, mm-hmm. and he should have been Viafani's backup. And when you wanted to play games where you needed um, you needed uh, uh, streaking outside backs to to get up the field, to, to cause defenses problems, cross the ball in, that's where you would have put Cuevas in, that especially was... if you didn't if you if you didn't need 
anything going forward. You could you could kind of see a little defense like that. That's where he would have worked out. Uh, yeah, I think of all of all the kids that we've lost the last couple of years, I think Cuevas is, is going to hurt because you don't find many of those those outside backs who are going to. Oh yeah, a domestic too. I had a dream that they both play. That we would just we keep the two of them, keep the two kids, and and have Cuevas and Araujo as, as our paired outside backs playing a very very similar game. Um, and it's not to be, and that's okay. But you know that's that that is the way. I I don't think it's. I don't know. I don't think it's going to go too great for him. And and I hope I very much hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Same. 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 All right. Let's move on to uh, let's move on to some rumors, Christopher. I know we don't have the rumors mic'd up right now, but you it's know, fine. it's fine. Yeah. You, you, you know, rumors, but go to YouTube. You're already on YouTube. Go to Timex social club rumors and just play that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he just watches us. He's like a live audience. That's fine. Cause you know, I just like this same Benny man. It's all good. With me. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the first rumor. We'll, we'll leave the, the big one for the end, but, um, uh, it was reported <laughs> it's already in the chat. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's reported that uh, by Roger Gonzalez of it's CBS hot Sports. Balls in here. It is really hot in here. Uh, <laughs> Roger Gonzalez on Twitter. It's at r gonzalez cbs. Uh, hearing that the LA Galaxy are looking to trade for U.S. Men's National Team and DC United winger Paul Ariola, uh, former Galaxy Academy, dead to me, player, uh, was seen taking photos in Galaxy jerseys leading up to. What was it? Twenty. Oh, I don't know this. Sixteen. Oh, for for yeah yeah. He he was uh he back he was actually seen in a galaxy jersey before he got uh not sold because we didn't make any money off of him uh but he left to TJ mm-hmm. got a contract with TJ uh came back to MLS we got him like five hundred thousand five hundred for for DC gave us uh in exchange for his rights. It looks like he might be coming back to the galaxy. What do you What do you think, Chris? I've never seen. I'm looking for this picture of him in a galaxy jersey. I've never seen him in a in a first team kit. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I've I've uh, uh, again a far more uh, uh, what would you say less nihilistic. You guys, you called me nihilistic earlier. Yeah, a less nihilistic version of of myself was like, "Fuck him, he's dead to me." Now I'm like, "Oh, whatever, man." I mean, it's cool. He got a he got a he got a different job than I would have liked him to get when he was a teenager. And uh, that's pretty much it. And now he might get the job that I'd like him to get. So that's great. Uh, I, I like when it, you know, let him come home, man. I like it when a kid, when when someone from the organization gets to come home. As a winger, it's weird. Like positionally, it's it's a very strange play. But okay. we're going to see that from the next rumor as well. Like it's the only part where I keep having issues with all these rumors is that positions don't make any sense. Right. Um, but again, I don't have any basis of understanding for the decisions we make. So there's no reason it won't work. Uh, it, it, I do know it's a World Cup year, and we are the Galaxy, and so we have to have a U.S. Men's National Team player going into a World Cup year uh, if we qualify. So uh, to that degree, it makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I hope it works for him. I don't know. My, I, I don't watch United play very much. Last time I watched United play with him, uh, I think regularly was with uh, uh, was back when they had Rooney. So I, I I wouldn't speak to I wouldn't be able to speak to the knowledge of him too much. I do know he plays outside, and we're kind of all jammed up there. It's a little strange, but it's always good for a kid to come home. Um, big pro of that. If Vasquez doesn't renew, his number seven's wide open. So good on good on him. Twenty thirteen is when he signed with TJ. Yeah, your your twenty sixteen seemed really weird. but yeah. I just let it go. Um, I didn't want to look it up. My 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 years of it's all blended together you're at this t- point. You're telling me, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, as I, so I, that to that point, I don't I, I don't really know what they're going to do. Someone, uh, Patrick yeah, actually, in the live chat has a um, a, a great point. He's asking if he can become a, a right back. That's him in a, in a Galaxy Kit and oh, Academy. But there's Does a picture of him. What was that? Does that have stars on it? No. Oh, but it's Academy. That's why. Yeah. Um, but there's a picture of him. I remember where he was taking um, like the promo photos, and it's him like in a Galaxy jersey. Amen. Again, he took a in 2013. He took a job I would have preferred he didn't take. And in 2021, 22, he might take a job I like. Like, that's really all it is. <laughs> you know who gives the first quote on on, uh, on Paul Ariola being traded? Or being Klein. signed by by uh, TJ? Klein. Galaxy Technical Director, Yovan Karasky. It's a little disappointing is his first <laughs> quote. Yes. Yes, Yovan. Uh, yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But good on him, man. Wish him the best. Hope, hope he comes in. Yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, you know, we need players. We need we we have lack of. We need uh, players who give a shit, and he always seems like he gives a shit. And we have all. we have a lack of international spots, so. Yeah, and I hear he he's a winger, so that'll work out. That'll work out. That'll work that'll out work super out. well. Uh, but the big rumor is that, and this is apparently, just a never ending. It's never gonna end this saga. Um, he's Ronaldo. He's the new Ronaldo. He's the new Ronaldo. Oh, a uh, couple ways. That maybe, maybe not a, a bad uh, bad. Really. Allegedly. allegedly, allegedly. There we go. That's what I mean. To say. Uh, allegedly, Christian Pavon is back in the in the rumor mill, uh, being floated to coming back to LA Galaxy. Uh, so much so that that they were saying that uh, uh, was it in uh, Karofsky and and Klein going down to Argentina to meet him up or something to like go and see him. <laughs> oh boy, it's weird. It's weird if you trust that Vanny has all the authority. It's really strange that he wouldn't go. Right? Like, why wouldn't you go? Yeah. Even as a head coach, like you wouldn't want to meet your new player that's going to take your last DP spot. That seems strange. Maybe just that they're not familiar with him yet. You know, Vanny but wouldn't and, that be your Pavone. opportunity to get yeah, familiar you know. with the guy you're going to coach every? I mean, you're going to you're going to see him every day. Like it makes the most sense that you two would start, right? I mean, who knows, right? I mean, you'd want your your head coach to be the guy. Who, that's why I don't care because I know they're in charge. Like that's what it is. I know I know they're in charge, and I know th- they've shown me time and again they can't do it. Oh, I found the picture for you. Oh, that's nice. Who is that? Is that? That's Paul Ariola. Uh, I'm trying McBean, to think of 30. And then. Cardoza? Giassi taking the photo. Yeah. And I believe who's number 30. Cardoza? He's the only 30 I can think of. Maybe. It's got to be Cardoza. This has got to be riveting radio. But sitting right there, Paul Ariola taking photo. Yeah, let me see that picture. Let me see if I can pick out that 30. Paul Ariola taking uh Taking those photos for promos. It's not Ariola because there's like some R's in there. I don't know. It's gonna fucking bother me. All right, we'll get on a kid, man. We'll figure it out. Get on a kid. Um, but yeah. yeah, what did you think about? I saw in the in the live chat. What do you think about Eric? Oh, well, we're still talking about Pavone. Sorry. Um, apologies. What's what's your what's your feelings on on? I got a lot him. of wingers, man. I got like ninety thousand wingers, and the man is still not cleared of that charge. Yeah, like he's still. Still not cleared. That should, some of that shit but people, takes a long people, time, though. And that's, that's I think, uh, and I, I went on Twitter when this when this popped off because I wanted to see what was, people were saying. People are still like, just sign him. Yeah. Like, it, they even mentioned like, Stein, like, it's the case is over. It's like, no, it's it's still pending. Mm-hmm. And people still didn't care. What's your feelings? Boom on. I think my feelings, my feelings have, have evolved uh, since the, the, 
That's what politicians say. They don't say changed. Uh, I think they, I think my, my opinion has evolved. Um, yeah, I don't know. It seems like they have a real hard on for him. And I get it. He's a really, really good player. He's a really, really good soccer player. Um, and they are in trouble. And like, that's part of what you kind of got to factor in. Like I, I, I'm at a point where I, I'm, I'm just waiting much like with Mike Ashley. I'm just waiting for the day they leave. And then I can dream, you know, about winning MLS cups and things like that again. Um, but these are his historically what they've shown is they seem to lack a lot of ideas, but they're in a position that requires them to be very creative to get out of problems. Does that seem fair? I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm dancing around, but I'm, I'm trying to be fair in, in the words I'm using. I think they are backed against a wall in trying to fix this so that they can keep this thing going. Like, I don't think either of them planning on leaving, um, but they want a successful season. I think their goal is to have a successful season. And Christian Pavone, like Zlatan, immediately makes that significantly easier. Um, and they lack a lot of creativity, and they don't seem to have a lot of ideas. They're like, hey, this worked. Well, look at who they signed. Look who look who Klein went after. Giovanni Dos Santos, Steven Gerrard. Steven Gerrard was leaving Liverpool. Gio, come on. We don't say it. We as a, as a podcast, we've all moved past this. But Gio, we all kind of get it. Jonathan is was to help appease his brother and get his brother to want to play soccer. Again, not extremely creative. Yella is presumably someone, one of the guys, maybe Karofsky found or Bruce found, but Bruce got to work in his system. Turned out to be great. Give him a DP spot. Not, again, not very creative. Zlatan Ibrahimovic chooses them. Leaves them, chooses them again. That's how you know they didn't go get him. He decided them because he decided them, passed, got hurt, and then decided them again. It's not an exceptionally creative bunch. So you look at Christian Pavone, who, again, you probably got a good word in from from GBS being like, hey, you can get this guy out of here. He's planning on leaving and he can't go. Oh, bring him in. GBS leaves. We have a new, we have a new system coming in. But again, not very creative. So who do you replace lots on with? Chicharito. Don't know how they came to that conclusion. Somebody else helped me with that one. But now we have another DP spot because Gio's brother is leaving. Where do you go? Back to Christian Pavone. It's a it's 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 not a it's a very um it's a very uh, small box thinking of how to get out of this thing that they've done to themselves. And because there's no plan, all you can do is go back. Zlatan doesn't want you. So you can't go back there. Who else are you going to get in the world? It's a World Cup year. Nobody's going to fuck up their... No one. No one is going to fuck up their chance of going to a World Cup to come play for you when you can't even make the playoffs. So where do you go? Christian Pavone's not going to the World Cup. So you got a shot. Chicharito's not going to the World Cup. So you can keep him. I'm this well, you way. You don't have that issue when the World Cup's in the winter. Well, no. The issue is if there is someone who's on the bubble between going to the World Cup and not going to the World Cup, they can't come to the Galaxy because they can't come to Major League Soccer in a World Cup year. No, I know. I know. Yeah, no. Worry, I it's, it's, not the, it's not the scheduling issues. It's trying to get selected to go. Unless you unless you get someone who is a home run for their country, like Cristiano Ronaldo, who or, or you know it's not going to happen, but like or, or Messi, or unless you get someone who is definitely getting picked, no matter what, who is risking their World Cup year? So if it's an older DP, 
as we typically sign for a couple years at the end of their contract. Which older DP is on the bubble going into a World Cup year that's willing to come to a Galaxy team that loses to LAFC in the playoffs when they make it? That gets to beat Minnesota in the playoffs once every four years? Who's going to risk their shot at a, potentially a last World Cup? Especially if you go to the World Cup, you can come to MLS the next year and make three more million. They're fucked. They're fucked. And it's the lack of planning that has fucked them. They got a lot of room. They got they have roster spots to make some moves, but it's an uncreative bunch at the head. It is a, it is a seemingly uncreative bunch at the head. You got to trust Greg a lot, a lot to have faith in what's going on. I mean, I, I again, I think I, you could have all the trust in the world in Greg. What if Greg can't play Pavone in the way GBS did? What if tactically, tactically, it's fucked up? Then what do you do? Then you're fucked again. What's the, the plan can't just keep being, well, next year we get Chicharito's DP spot back, so we'll fix it next year. That can't just keep being your plan. And then in three years, we get Cabral's DP spot. Like, who are you selling Cabral for? Or how much money are you going to sell Cabral for if that's yeah. the plan? Like, where's the plan? I can't, I can't answer that question. So if I have no idea what, what the plan is. I don't know if there is a plan. I don't know. If it's Pavone, it if it's Pavone and if it's Ariola, you have four starting wingers. Maybe three in a bench option with Ariola. So that could work. You could play Grancier on one side, Pavone on the other side, and it means you're playing Cabral up top with Chicharito. It's basically the Ani Gonzalez setup. That could work. It seems like a lot of money on Cabral to play him out to have to play him out of position. But you do that if you weren't planning on Pavone. Because why would you sign two fucking starting wingers if you're planning on signing a big money designated player starting winger? It doesn't make sense. And someone who's in Pariola is going to cost you a bit of money. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> Just doesn't make sense. So, hey, maybe it's real. It's It sounds like they're heading down to Argentina. I don't know. It sounds like they're heading down to Argentina to work out a to work out an agreement. And this, this again, this is all not even touching the accusation. That's not even not even touching his accusation. Because if and I, I take back what I said from our last from the last time we recorded. Because if he's innocent, why the fuck not shouldn't he be allowed to play? If he's innocent, why shouldn't he be allowed to play for the Galaxy? He didn't do anything wrong. If he didn't do anything wrong, why shouldn't he be allowed to play? I, there's not a logical reason why. So if you got accused of that and it turned out you didn't do it, why the fuck should you have to leave your job? Why shouldn't you be able to get another job? Mm -hmm. Because someone lied on your name. If that's what happened. I don't know what happened. I know nothing about it. That's why I'm enjoying being out on everything. Cause I don't give a shit about anything. So I don't know anything about it. I know nothing about his case. So if he's innocent, why shouldn't he play for the galaxy? But why would you sign Grand Seer and Cabral? If there is even a chance you're going to sign Pavone the next year. Because there's no fucking plan. Because even they moved on. They're like, look, it's it's not going to happen. Let's you, just... could, you know what you could have done instead? Instead of signing Cabral to a five-year deal or signing Grancier to a four-year deal, you could have signed Allison Drini for a 1-1. Could have signed him for a 1-1. One, one-year deal, one-year option, make the options relatively easy to hit or uh, salary in, or, or performance incentive for whether you're going to give him a, a significant raise or not. And then at least you're not three and or four years. And that dude was what, what constantly dropping bread. Would have came in a heartbeat. Constantly dropping bread. Because like, hey, Yellow Galaxy, oh, I missed those days. But then, oh. but then for relatively cheap, you have a winger where if he gets hurt, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. Which more than likely is probably going to be. He didn't get hurt in China, but it wouldn't be the end of the world. I don't know how many games did he play in China. I have no idea. But it wouldn't be the end of the world. <laughs> and then if it doesn't work out, you get rid of him, you bring Pavone in. 
Then if it does work out, you can keep him. You have someone to either swap with Pavone. You have someone you can bring in on the other side. You have options that you can move things around for drastically cheaper. But instead, we signed Cabral for a lot of money, a big salary. We signed Grancier for a lot of money, a big salary, multi-year. And then we go after a big money designated player. But this is what happens when you don't water the grass and all you do is put out fires. This is this is what this is where you get. And this is where we will keep getting. Yeah, I think that was the issue, you know, when earlier when, you know, in the Bruce years where he would have a couple spots open and then bring in guys to like there was a plan, like, okay, in two, three years, these guys are gonna be gone, so we're gonna bring these guys in. And when those guys are gone, we're gonna bring these guys in. Like there was always it's there was a Next direction. There was a direction. Well, this this is I mean rudderless. This is absolutely we're going to go here, here, this, there. Like it's, there is no plan. It's most dangerous when the guys are with their back against the wall. And if Beckerman and Klein are out, or this is this is it. That's back against the wall. That's throwing every. It might be a fuck of a year. You might see some shit. You might see a a, a hell of a year because the two guys. This is it. This is the year to argue for. And and don't think. Don't have you know. Oh, well, if they were going to keep him, if they were going to keep him, they would have signed him earlier. If they were going to keep Chris Klein, he was going to get an extension. They would have gave him an extension last year. The last contract he signed wasn't a contract year. They ran his contract down to the end and gave him a contract at the end. No different than this situation. I don't, granted, we were, we were, we weren't more successful. We were awful. We were awful. Literally the worst but he had of, done the, of, the, of the franchise. But he had successfully accomplished something on, on the field as a, as not as a soccer player, but we, as a team, we had produced something under his, under his, his, his administration. That's not the case now, but you don't know what AEG is measuring him by because all, everyone listening to this would have fired him years ago, years ago, without question. And wouldn't even, wouldn't even been called crazy for it. He would just be like, yeah, that's that's the standard. That, that year he got his contract extension, it's, the five years, like the worst year, the worst franchised year in our history. But it lets you know he is being judged on metrics on that different, are different mm-hmm. than what you are all judging him on. If you want something done, it's why it's why I'm like, ah, the Twitter stuff doesn't matter. If you want something done, hashtag and ain't gonna do it. Like hashtag and does look how quick they look how quick they fucking bounce Katai out. You think they bounced Kataya because y'all were on Twitter? No. They bounced Kataya because people started going to the stadium and hanging things saying that they don't tolerate racism here. That's how shit got done. I'm not, tell- I'm not even telling you to do that. I don't give a fuck what you do. I genuinely don't care. When you keep going to the stadium, you keep buying merch, doesn't matter to me at all. I, I, I've seen the New Jersey. I like it a lot. I'm probably going to get one. I'm sure Damien and I will be at games this season because I like going to Galaxy games. I like taking my son to Galaxy games. But if you genuinely, if you genuinely or hashtag client out. You genuinely want this shit to change. The avenues in which you guys are currently moving can't continue. If that's what you actually want. If it's not what you actually want, just keep doing what you're doing. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to me. Definitely doesn't matter to the galaxy. But if you're trying, there's like four people who work there anyway. So it's if like... you're trying, if you're trying to 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 bring about the change you want to see, like you got to move different. You can't move the exact same way. You, you can't show up four hours early to tailgate and have a great time and to buy all the stars and to be in every promotional video and then hop on Twitter at the end of the game and be like, hashtag client out is terrible. They don't care about that. They do not give a shit about it. I'm just telling you as somebody who has heard them that they don't give a shit about it. Like 
Nobody reads your Twitter account. I have more Twitter followers than all of you. And nobody gives a fuck about mine. Like if you got 142 followers, they don't, they're not reading your shit. I'm, I'm just being honest with you. I'm not bragging. I don't give no disrespect to y'all. I don't give a fuck about the people who follow me on Twitter with all due respect. We, you know, in the context, in that same way, I don't, I don't care about that. Much. I don't care. I don't, I'm not even gonna pretend that I care. I don't, I care about my son. I, I care about my family. You're like, yeah, I'm not gonna politic it. I don't, I don't, I, I will help if I can help, but I don't care. I'm not, I'm not changing my life for you. The galaxy are not changing their direction because you're mad on Twitter because you post. I saw a political thing today where she was like, I can't believe politicians, the Republicans are saying this and the Democrats are saying this. And this bitch put a poll on. And I was like, well, the fucking poll you're doing is as meaningless, if not more so than what those two fucking people said, because I didn't even hear what those people said until you brought your fucking poll into this shit. Nobody cares about anyone's Twitter account. No one cares about it. What was the poll results though? I don't know. I, I unfollowed her. Every person I see that does anything political now, I unfollow. But it, it's, I'm telling you, man, they don't care about that. If you keep moving the same way, you're going to get the same results. If it's still, that's if you want change. Let me stop telling you what to do because you should do whatever the fuck you want. That's if you want it to change. If you want it to keep going the way it's going, just keep moving the way you're moving because clearly that's the galaxy are going to respond in kind. Look how you guys wanted to get into your tailgate sections after after the game instead of partying out in the street. Look how quick that shit happened. Lickety split. Look how fast they got that shit repaired. You got to move different if you want a different result. If you're fine with how we're progressing as an organization, keep moving the same way. Like I got I'm all about protecting my inner peace now. So I'm uh, how do I move differently? I protect my inner peace by going, "Hey, one day those fuck faces will be gone." And in the interim, there's nothing I can do to get them to leave. But they are going to continue on their path as long as you all continue on your path. And I assure you, I assure you, they are not reading your Twitter account. They are not reading your Galaxy Facebook group. They don't care. Most of you, if they were reading your Twitter account, would not be allowed back in the stadium based on some of the things you've written. They are not reading your Twitter. I assure you. Put a banner in the stadium. They will see that. Make a TIFO. They will see that. Hashtag Klein out. Bro, the guy's not even on Twitter. He does not give a fuck. I assure you, he doesn't give a fuck. And I say that with love. I say that with just wanting you all to protect your own happiness and to do what is best to make you happy. If you want to see change, here's how you go about it. In my opinion. And you don't like my opinion? Tell me to go fuck myself. Yeah, I remember, it, it reminds me of when uh, we made the the like the little banner of the three blind mice for Klein, Anolfo, and Kowalski. Uh, I, I saw it posted like three days ago. And they quickly were like, we're taking that down. Yeah. It's all an image, man. It's Galaxy North Korea. Remember what North Korea is, though. Propaganda state. They don't show you that it's terrible. They show you that it's great. And that's what the galaxy shows you. They don't, it's not that they're silent. It's that they only show you this cookie-cutter positive that they want you to see, of course. They're in advertising. They're in marketing. They're selling you a product, man. Like, they have it, it, they have to do the gazelle shoes. They have to do the community kits because everything else is awful. Everything else is terrible. If you, if you stopped with the community, and I own three, I love the community kit. If you stopped with the community kits, if you stopped with the gazelles, it would bring about some change. But they have to make fire product. Look, when, when we're winning, when we have Zlatan, Galaxy, and big letters across the Galaxy 1996, big letters across the chest. Because we're winning with Zlatan. You don't have to try. This shit? Of course, because they need that money. 
because the money is what's keeping them in. It's not. It's not what's on the. Imagine if they were if they were building these teams that can't even make the playoffs, and the stadium was empty, and they had a jersey release nobody gave a shit about, and they had a shoe release nobody gave a shit about when they announced the shoe release the day after we missed the playoffs. Which is like they didn't announce it the day after we missed the playoffs. These things are all scheduled. We yeah, were supposed scheduled. to make the playoffs, yeah, and then yeah. that would come out the next day. But if the stadium, it, the post would have been like, "Oh, enjoy the playoffs with your new gazelle shoes." I'm telling you, man, if the stadium is empty and nobody gives a fuck about the jersey that they're trying, they're, they're hawking on you, and nobody bought the shoes, like then what? They can't. They're salesmen, like they're selling things. Demand something from you for your fucking money. As you, as you, as the consumer, can bring about change if you want it, but it can't be hashtags online. It, it has to be action. Go and do something like if, that. If, 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 if you actually want to see some big substantive change, I, I Fredo, I'm, I'm gonna, t- I try not to touch on the live chat too much. He was like, Tucker bought the jerseys. He's part of the problem. Absolutely, but again. If what you're actually trying to bring about is hashtag Klein out, here's how you go about it. If you are otherwise removed from it and you're like, huh, it'll be the situation until it's not the situation anymore. Because that's that's where I'm currently at. Like, this is it. As long as we're, we're air quotes, selling out the stadium or as long as we're selling all the jerseys, as long as we're selling all the shoes, as long as we're otherwise keeping the powers that be happy, as long as we're, we're otherwise good, like, they're not going to change their movements at all. If you're trying to force them to change a movement, here's how you otherwise go. Here's how I believe you should go about it. And that's really just my opinion on how you should go about it. But if you are unhappy in general with how the organization is being is being driven, you should aspire to change something. It doesn't have to be the thing I think you should change, but you should try to move in a different year to change in a different direction to change something. That that's my only that's my position. I think here's the way you go about it the most effective in the way that I believe will get their attention the most. But maybe you know better than me. You go move your way. Let me know. Yeah, man. Uh, there's no, I don't think there is a, a single answer to that. I mean, it's just, again, like you said, like it's, I'm kind of on the, just got to wait. I don't, I don't wait see, I don't see these guys uh, going anywhere in the near future. And who knows after their contract year, I mean, the way that the way the galaxy is going, I'm sure they're probably gonna get like an extension somewhere. Like, I I still think from original, I think I think Klein and Beckerman handle a rebrand, and then they they walk off into the sunset. We'll see. We'll see what the future brings. All right. Um. Other than that, I think it's uh, I think it's time to for the lightning round. Oh yes, sir. All righty, Benjamin, hit us with those lightning round questions. Adam CP asks, is Bond good enough to, to be called into the U.S. men's national team? No. No. Early Bond, but over the course of the year, from what we saw over the course of, you know what, I'll, I'll no, I'll just say no. Because the early Bond was good. Over the course of the year, I would tend to def- to to put his defense in front of him as a, de- as a defense, but he also started letting in some pretty suspect suspect goals. Um, on that back half, so I'll, I'll just go. No, he's not. Be- he's not better than Sean Johnson, and he's eligible. Right. We had like three keepers in playing in MLS who were, who were better, who were than, better playing than him. For, yeah. Playing for the U.S. national team. Daniel bought thirteen. Is Pavone worth it? What is it? 
As a as a footballer, yes. As a soccer player, yes. Signing him when he still has an open rape case against him? I would you're at my personal opinion, I would wait until it's concluded. Yeah. I'm but I'm not responsible for what Chris Klein and Jovan Krosky do. I would wait until the case has been concluded. And if he is not found guilty, um, then there's no reason. I don't believe there's any reason we shouldn't sign him. Um, an accusation shouldn't ruin somebody's life. But Other than we have a thousand wingers right now. And positionally? Him. Positionally, no. I mean, if, if, I can move, I, if I can move some of these contracts, I would move them without the thought of signing him as, yeah. a, as a replacement. I would just move them to move them and then progress from there. Um, but I, I would, I wager the Galaxy thinks it's worth it. I wager Klein and, and Karofsky think it's, I think Klein thinks it's worth it to save Karofsky because I don't know that Karofsky's in his last year, but I know Klein and Beckerman are. So it could be used as a, well, look, this guy was able to scout this. So even though I'm on my way out, maybe you, you, you're not necessarily looking to walk him. Yeah, I imagine Karofsky's Klein's job. Yeah, I think Klein's job right now is to protect Karofsky. Meza Oscar J says, what do you guys think about Legette saying he never had a chance to play his natural position when he was with the Galaxy? That's right. I mean, more often than not, he was playing as a out wide and out wide and a wide midfielder. He, we played him everywhere. He, we fucking played him at center forward. Like we played, we played him everywhere. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, we, he came from the West Ham Academy as an attacking midfielder. Yeah. And immediately we moved him to central mid. Yeah. But it sounds like Bruce is going to let him play play Cam again. It's it's hilarious that that is a pointed statement. Like you can't. I I refuse to believe the 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 group that's getting built in New England are not don't have an eye on what we're doing because we needed a you hop on Twitter right now. We needed a Cam for the last for years and a, and a guy who not only himself but his girlfriend who is an actress. You can't tell me that they don't have a ton of PR work training. and training. Yeah. You know, specific things said like that. Oh, his thing like, came out. All his interview shit came out immediately. Yeah, he got ahead of it. Good, good on him. His his uh, thank you video was immediately released. Like it was coming. Yeah, you know, it'll be it'll be very interesting to see Legette and like Carlos Gill. I think what Buchanan Buchanan's getting sold. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what they're able to kind of piece together. And him as a cam man, good on you. It, again, for him, it's a World Cup year. He can't he can't be benched and he can't be playing nine different spots yeah. when you're one of the few MLS guys that, that have a legitimate shot at the World Cup roster. Carlos Schmarlos asks, mm-hmm. with Steris Zubek and Jonah gone, should we expect things to start skewing younger? I, I, I go ahead. I don't even know if you, you want it to skew younger. Uh, I think... You want to have those guys who have experience. So the, you're talking about your 26, 27, 28 year olds who have been around the block a little bit mm-hmm. just to stabilize. Well, I think his point is like Chicharito's up there. Jonathan's getting up there, who turned 32 next year, I think. Uh, Steris, Vasquez, Sasha. Like we, we over the last couple of years, we've kind of been via Fania, like we've been packing on some of these older. These older ages where like you're losing a Cuevas who could have drastically brought yeah. that age group down. You're likely gonna lose Araujo. You're likely gonna lose Efren Alvarez relatively soon. Um Yeah, I mean I I, I think less so Steris and more so um less so Steris, more so Jonathan, more so Chicharito next year and 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 uh what's the guy's name? Victor Vasquez. 
like those guys getting out kind of gives you a little bit of a room. And the DP spot, man, you get a nice 27-year-old Giovinco-type DP that you can hang out with for a while that's a starter, that's a regular it, fucking starter. Because it, it definitely sounds like Victor Vasquez, Vasquez is coming back, too. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think would just Sasha, imagine a reduced he, role. When he re-signed, uh, Vasquez like, left a comment on his Instagram, like, can't wait to see, see you again. Yeah, like see you soon, buddy. Can't like, wait yeah. to be back. Yeah, yeah. Got, we got to do something like you got to do something to bring you, you have aging. Guys. Now I, I, I could be, you could sell me really easily on, we're going to get a crop of aging guys that we're going to flip out next year when we have Chicharito's DP spot. And then we're going to make some, some seismic moves, but I, I'm still a proponent. I know I'm on a lonely Island here. I'm a proponent for sitting on the DP spot and waiting until next year, because I don't, I don't think we're doing anything of note this upcoming season anyway. And I don't want to be locked in when I could use that spot to maneuver into next year. Art from Lars asks if you guys are planning any road trips. I discussed a road trip. I, I mean, I want to go to Nashville. I think that's that's the way trip I want to go for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I, I mean, I really haven't uh, dove that deep into the into the schedule, but for sure, I want to do that Nashville. I, I want to do that Nashville for sure. I'm probably not going to any, but I would like to do Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> Lou Bacchus says, "Happy holidays." I uh, appreciate you, brother. Holidays. Happy holidays to you as well. Merry Christmas. If if that's it. Ah, fuck it. Merry Christmas, whatever. Fernie is a red. Says, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Oof. Of all time? Uh, we discussed this a little bit today, mm-hmm. too. In the Patreon, if you want to go to patreon.com. Yeah, let's just send, a, let's just send it podcast. to Patreon. Let's send it to Patreon. All right, I'll give you one of my, one of my favorite movies. Um... One of my favorite ones is got. There's a new one. There's like a cartoon movie on Netflix. It's called Klaus. It's pretty good. Why don't you defend your fucking your your bullshit Snake Plissken Christmas movie? Oh, hey, the hey. Christmas Chronicles. Go watch that. It's good. <laughs> uh, I like Christmas Story. I'm easy. I try to keep it simple. That is the correct Classic. answer. Classic. It, it is the right answer. Yes. In a in a in a question with many opinions, there's only one right answer, and it's a Christmas Story. You know yes. why? Because I'm an American. And that's a that's a Christmas movie for an American. I assume it was made in America. It's probably by a British guy, but it's a quality quality Christmas movie. Robots versus robots. What games are you most excited for this year? Oh, I want to play that Miles Morales Spider Man game. F one twenty twenty one. I don't think I don't I don't I don't think that's a different question. I'll what count it. Is? I'll count it. Go ahead. F one twenty twenty one. My boy Lewis Hamilton got robbed by Max Verstappen. We got robbed by F one as a whole. Really, y'all got a fear of a black planet. Sorry, right. we get we understand. Um, try to protect your boy Schumacher. Uh, I got an F1 like three weeks ago, so now I talk about it like I know everything about it. Uh, no, LAFC's always... Um, yeah, those are exciting. Yeah, just the big rivals, LAFC, San Jose. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, New York come in, because you know, those championship teams tend to have like a little drop-off after so. winning. Or they could not, come not in, when they play the Galaxy. Or they could come but in and try and fucking embarrass Well, that's, that's really any team that, that comes and plays the Galaxy. Yes. Uh, Tito Massa in the live chat asked where he could send lightning round questions. Uh, we do a, a post on our Instagram the day that, we, uh, that we're that we going to record, or 24 hours before we record, and you can always send the questions in there. What player do you want for Christmas? That's from F. Aguirre661. I mean, that's that's a pretty loaded question. I don't know. Guardado. Wow, there you go. Uh, I don't. There was the there was the player that left uh, Inter Miami. Oh, fuck, what's his name? I can't remember. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, I want Luka Modric. That'd be nice. 
It's not going to happen. He's going to stay at Real Madrid forever. Lewandowski, but, do it. Wow. Now. Corey Lewandowski? I think it's apologize. Lewandowski? Is that not pronounced it right? Well, I know there's Corey <laughs> Lewandowski, who Lewandowski? is like a political figure, right? No, the Polish... Uh... Robert Lewandowski, yeah. Lewandowski. Yeah, yeah. Is that it? Okay, whatever. You knew He's I was Polish. talking about. He's Polish. We're definitely pronouncing his name wrong. Okay, well, for we're, sure. We're pronouncing our version of yeah. his name. Well, our version is the only one that matters, really. USA. 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 <laughs> Jamesy wants to know, what do you think Klein wants for Christmas? Another five-year extension. extension. Yeah, everybody loves a good extension. Uh, he would like one more hyper-successful merch release um, that everyone can glom over and would I make mean, everybody There's happy. new home jerseys, so. I like them. I'm going to get one. I, I think it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not telling you. Buy things you want to buy. Get whatever you want. I don't give a shit. I mean, fuck left, right, or center, what'd you do? If you want a result, you should move differently than that. Hey, did you know that Chris doesn't care what you do? Don't care. Chris don't give a fuck what you do. I care, I care that you know I don't give a fuck. So when I tell you I don't care, you're not surprised. That's all. I'm just warning all of you. All right, last question. Take the Wheel 64 says, what is your favorite Galaxy-related Christmas gift that you've ever received? Like, is it a specific, like, has to do with Christmas or just, like, a Galaxy item? Uh, a Christmas gift that you've gotten for Christmas that's Galaxy-related. I don't think I've ever gotten anything Galaxy. Zero. Yeah, I don't think my family's ever gotten me anything involving the Galaxy. Which I tell my wife. She always like she always finds it so hard. She's like, I it's so hard to shop for you. I'm like, I like three things in this world. Yeah, it's pretty easy. The Galaxy, Star Wars, and like that's pretty much <laughs> I mean, it. I had two. I had wrestling and over wrestling. Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, I had wrestling over Star Wars. Uh I don't think I've ever that I can recall, I don't think I've gotten a Christmas galaxy gift. Uh Erica got me a, a Yellow Von Dom uh twenty sixteen jersey for my birthday that I really liked. Um, yeah, I got a Zlatan jersey a few years ago for Christmas. That was cool. Yeah, I got to get that 2019 in a large. Um, but yeah, no, no. I think my my Galaxy affection over the years has been off-putting for most people that I know. Not really something they're welcoming or trying to uh, contribute to. All right, that's it. All right. Gentlemen. There you go. That is our Maybe end a, of the year. A bumper one. It's a long one today. That is our end of the year Christmas holiday Kwanzaa. Uh, might, might be hearing this song for the last time. Oh, yeah. There might be some changes. <laughs> What's the song? Changes. Which one are you going with? I don't know. Because I, I, I immediately go to Ozzy Osbourne. I'm like, I'm going through changes. Oh, I always hear, what's the guy? Oh, fuck. It's changes. Then I see no changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself. Yeah, that one. It's like, there's a lot. There's signif- The answer to that question is no, but there's other solutions to your problem than should you blast yourself. Like, is life worth living? No, man, maybe go on a run. Have you ever gone, have you gone to an arcade? Pet a dog. There's a lot of options to Have you held a kitten while I was purring? I mean, it's just like. Rub the belly of a fully pregnant woman. It's lovely. Mr. I mean, Shakur. Ask her first, though. You don't touch them, really. They don't really want to be touched. Don't, want, don't touch them. Last time a man touched them, look what happened. I know. Ruined, Ruined their everything. life. Ruined their life. <laughs> Someone really wants us to talk about the Eric Savaletta rumor. Uh, center backs. I like some. Apparently, he's not amazing, and I just got rid of a not amazing center back. And he's back. the nephew of our coach. But so. he's cheaper. Oh, then that's going to happen. Yeah. But he's cheaper than Daniel Starris was, so that's great. Um, Nick, Nick DePew is a fine uh, CB3. We just don't really have a four, which you don't need if everybody stays healthy, but they're not. So really we really don't have a two at this point either. Cool, believe baby, all day. Mm. Hey, hey, hey. 
He's got he's he's got to get those those contract extensions. My man, my man didn't even dress the last couple games. So. Karaski's gonna lose a finger unless he plays. Right. He's getting into some shady shit. There you go. All right, people. We love you guys. Thank you guys for being patient with us. We Merry appreciate uh, appreciate you guys uh, giving us the time we need to you know uh, with our crazy crazy world and our crazy schedules. So I appreciate you guys. Uh, be safe. We want you guys to have a happy holidays. Um, love love you know your people. Give them all hugs, kisses. Twiddly dinks that 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 like, right? Thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs it up. Twiddly dinks it. Share it. Oh, hit the bell because the bell notifies you. I see this on the other YouTube things. If you smash that bell button, smash fuck on it, and it'll notify you whenever we do the show live. And so you'll you'll like you'll know. And then when Fredo fucks on Tuesdays, he'll know. Hey, I'm all good because they're not recording. Or Wednesdays. But if he sees a little, if he if he doesn't see the bell, he's like, I'm good to good to pull it out. Bell comes out. We love you. Be well. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Fuck you, Brian. Suck a dick, bitch.